PFT Media. You are now listening to Cinema Crespediso. Chris Crespo Radio Show. Everybody likes it. Listen to his shit. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 357 of Cinema Crespediso. I'm your host, Chris Crespo, chilling in the Crespediso studio, doing my thing, checking out the, let's see here, what is the weather threat update according to this? The weather threat level is tornado gray, tornado gray, nail down your piggy banks. Ladies and gentlemen, with me is my co-host, Drew Sikogber, and Drew, how you doing? Did did we just go like full pay site here? Is that what's going on? Is that what we're nailing down the piggy banks? Are, well, we, are we charging money for this now? It's just uh, protect yourself from the. Uh, yeah. why, why, why am I spending money? How, why do I have to nail down my piggy bank? How's your storm shelter, Drew? Has it been updated? Has it been reinforced? When was no, the last time no. you were down there? When was the last time you changed out your perishables in your storm shelter? Mm, I just probably mm, do that. A box of Twinkies. It has I, to be expired by now. Technically. Some of those cans probably have botulism. That's what I'm saying. You know, you had those cans of those those tins of apricots from the mm-hmm. 1890s. Those can't be good anymore. Yeah. I don't know what you're doing yeah. with those. You got to get rid of those. Uh, I also, mean, first I got to get out of the water out of there. And have you installed that toilet yet down there? Dude, I mean, it's five feet of water. It's, this thing's underground. Remember, the water table's like a foot down there. I thought you I, solved it's an that underground problem. pool. I thought you solved that issue oh, before no. you built that no, no, shelter. No, I, I failed that issue. Oh, boy. We got to wrap up. We have an underground pool now, Chris. Oh, that's good. Mm-hmm. We, we can, uh, that's where we'll hold our first baptism ceremony. Okay. And <laughs> probably going to be our first uh, Baptist, bapt, baptizee. Our first uh, indoctrinated person will be our guest today. We'll see if he wants to go over to the pool and go underwater for <laughs> for the Lord. Oh, Ladies boy. and gentlemen, our guest is Chris Fio. Hey, Evan, how you doing? I don't know about being baptized, but, you know. Have you not been baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ yet, sir? I, 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 I have. I'm a Lutheran Christian. All right, there you go. Yeah. See, I went to Lutheran middle school myself. was raised Roman Catholic. So between the three of us, I think we got a lot of... Uh, you got our, your communion confirmation We got well? our Christian mm-hmm. bona fides. Yeah. Yeah. That shit. No, I, I can take the body and the blood, motherfucker. <laughs> I, I don't believe in that shit, but I can. Yeah, <laughs> you, you, you take the body and the blood. You got to make sure you get tested. He gets tested first because he ended up, you know, these days. Well, no, yeah, 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 here yeah, in Florida. yeah, you'll get something. You take the oh, body yeah. and blood. Hey, here seriously, in Florida? The, the the amount of body and blood of his that gets pushed around this country. Come we're, on, we're, we're all infected. How's, might, how's there not a body and blood shortage <laughs> in America? You might just get tetanus from that. Maybe you might get tetanus from all that dude, body and yeah. blood. Maybe, maybe they're cloning him. Maybe that's how we get all the blood. That's how they get through it. All the Jesus clones yes. out there. All right, we we figured it figured out. Figured it out. We've there solved we it. That's what we do here on Cinema Crusader. Yeah. So we solve things. The that's big problem. Are we going to see multiple lynchings for these people? For who? Uh, all the Jesuses? Well, let me take that word back. Are we going to take <laughs> say multiple crucifying? There I mean, go. sure. That all depends on how many Pontius Pilate clones we have. I do. I will <laughs> say though, I would like. I do like the idea of doing a retelling of the Easter story, uh-huh. but said it in the South. With a lynching instead of a crucifixion. Let, let's really change, let's all, not use that really, word lynch. No, by the way. you brought it in. We're doing Ooh, it. Yeah, right, really right, right, right. the idea of Jesus as a black man because Ooh. that's been changed. Jesus has been so whiteified. Let's really bring it back around in a way that really shows people what's going on. I mean, 
Have you watched the Adult Swim show Black Jesus? Oh yeah, they did it already. Because <laughs> it's really funny. That is funny. <laughs> Jesus Swim, in the hood. <laughs> Adult Swim beat us to it ten years ago, dude. No, yeah, they are so far ahead. They're like, are they working on HBO Max now? HBO, all their a bunch of their stuffs going to HBO now. Probably, really no, probably. They got, they got Rick and Morty. They got Boondocks. I wouldn't new be episodes. I know oh, they're I know chopping they're at the bit for another Rick and Morty season. I think it's season four. Is it all Viacom season five? Is it all yeah. Viacom? The, the new the new um, season starts tonight. I think. Is it tonight? Rick and Mor- it's is only, it tonight. It's yeah, only five episodes. It's only like five really? episodes. Yeah. Oh my goodness! It starts this weekend. It's only five episodes. It'll be done before you know. Is Rick and Morty a copy of Back to the Future? Yeah, not a copy. It's the whole idea where yeah. Is he Doc Brown and and Morty is a, a Marty? Obviously, Morty. Marty, well, I mean, obviously yeah, Morty, inspired Marty. by, but at this point in time, they've spoofed so many genres and everything else. I mean, it's and there's so know. many wow. theories behind Rick and Morty, like PB uh, 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 Pants or uh, Poo Poo, whatever his name is, the stick figure off of the episode where they had the worms invade their mm-hmm. heads yes. and make them hallucinate. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, they say that's Morty. Uh, from another timeline, so he could be. A, I mean, there, there, there. We've seen yeah. a lot of Mortys, so Mortys and a yeah. lot of Ricks. There's so many yeah. Mortys and so many timelines. I mean, it's a ridiculous show. And at this point in time, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's even canon that they are not with like their original family unit that they started with. Like, I'm yeah, like sure episode, so it's new killed, dad, new mom, new everybody. They, they, they killed gone, them all once, like in another dimension. Yeah, or something. like the episode where uh, they take uh, Morty's dad to the daycare center. And they uh, have a theory that that's not uh, the original dad. That's why the whole marriage broke up and all that. You know, because yeah. uh, Rick intentionally got the wrong dad. You can't believe nothing on that show. No. no. You can't believe nothing on Which is part of the fun. Yeah. Over oh, exactly. Uh, yes, yeah, so the new episode starts tonight, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, most of you hearing this by now means it's already out. So check it out. And, uh, is it Adult Swim? Yes. Cartoon Network. Cartoon Network. Yes. Okay. All right, so let's. Uh, all right, so you have some stuff to pull out. We're going to talk about that in the second half of the show because that's what we do. First, yeah, yeah. we're going to review a couple movies that we just saw this weekend. We'll tell you about them. Spoiler okay. free. We saw Doctor Sleep, which is a sequel to The Shining. Really, seventy-three yes. percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, out of how many ratings? Ooh, man, man, got to do, click yeah, on, click on more. Two hundred thirty-one. All right, so that's a huge sample size. And it made uh, fourteen million dollars, coming at number two this week. Fourteen million. Yep. I would expect a little bit more. It is a long movie. Does it have oh, no, the same we, we can, uh, no, child actor? Weekend, yeah. I'm sorry. The same what? The same child actor in it. No. So instead no. of we, no. and actually, no. this made me very happy. So I mean, in in the uh, in the preview, you see Danny and his little thing. You see him from behind. Yeah. So you know there's a Danny, and it's it, it's a real Danny. Yeah. And the I, child. I, yeah. I, I, I appreciate that for it being a Sequel made in the year 2019, mm-hmm. they did not add CG characters. Yes. Which made me very fucking happy. Chris. I appreciate that because since it's a sequel to the movie, they have characters from the movie, right? But, well, and, but and, most of these people were actually dead. Shelley yes. Duvall, dead. Scatman Carruthers, dead. Um, but they are, they're all appearing in these films, right? Instead of doing a CG thing. Which would have looked bad. Oh, God, it would have been so awful. They just recast them with new people. Which is I, I fine. Like I like that. Yeah. Which is totally effect. fine. It, I it, think it's fine, too. At first, everything. it threw me at first. I was like, oh, okay, this is new Danny. Yeah. And then after a minute, all right, fine, it's Danny. Exactly. I was more thrown by the mom doing a Shelly Duvall. Not Shelly Duvall. Shelly, uh, what are you pointing at? Who? Oh, she's not dead. Shelly's not dead. But she's been dead in Hollywood for years, though. So. <laughs> uh, dead in Hollywood. But uh, she's been doing like doing the voice. So when Danny, you know, yeah. that high-pitched voice was like, whoa, it's a weird imitation. But... 
I appreciate that they didn't. They skipped the CG route for, and just recast them. Uh, I appreciate that. I agree with that. Let's talk about the things that we liked about this movie. We like. I like that. I did. I I liked some of the homages. Mm-hmm. There were some straight up where they just recreated shots, mm-hmm. like the entire intro shot where they went over the fucking island and onto the thing. I that, think that, that was is, just the same. I think that was a shot lifted from The Shining, just recolor graded. I was about to say because it was because at the time it was at night and, and the original yeah, Shining was think, during the day. I, I think it's exactly. And the only shot reason why I remember that is because we saw The Shining recently. We saw The Shining like in theaters like a month and a half yeah. ago. Yeah, so it's fresh in my mind. Yeah, exactly. I liked the. Ewan McGregor. Yep. Uh, he fucking kills he's it. He's awesome. He's just a good actor. I like the um I like the 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 girl character that's like the central the, the character. Little girl? The little girl is like the MacGuffin of the yes. movie. Abra. Abra. I like her. I like the actress who played her. I thought it was interesting that she was like very much they the girl and the character is not like uh, I don't know about my powers. It's not like an X Men movie. No, where she's like I'm learning about my powers. Well, I mean, I'm so yeah, scared. Yes, and I mean she she is still learning about her powers, but she's definitely not afraid of them. She's into it. <laughs> she's like let's fucking do this shit. She's into it. So she's, she's full yeah. of exposition then. Um, she does uh, help move the story along for sure, but she's also like very. Uh, okay. I think I like her confidence as a Actually, character. I mean, what moves the story along the most is the fucking bad guys. So the bad guys are and interesting. they're maybe. They might be the best part of the whole fucking movie. They're, like, they're like energy vampires in this movie. Yes. Like they're like uh, sort of immortal. They can be immortal if they continue feeding like a vampire, yeah. but then they can starve if they don't feed. And what they feed on is like the essence of people who have the shining. It's their soul. I like the <laughs> detail of, and all this has to be from the book. So Stephen King wrote a book in 2014 hmm. called Doctor Sleep, and it's a direct sequel to his book. Okay. Uh, for people who don't know, 40 years spoiler. For people who don't know, the difference between the shining movie. And the shining the book is that in the book the hotel blows up at the end. Um, the part of the, the throughout the book, Jack Torrance is supposed to be fixing the boiler. That's part of the over the caretaker's maintenance yeah. throughout the winter. Maintain the boiler, release the pressure so it doesn't explode. Doesn't. And then at the end, when he goes crazy, he forgets to go down there as he's going crazy and trying to kill his family. So the pressure builds and builds. He remembers at the last minute he runs down there. Uh, it's too late. The hotel explodes with him in it. That's the end of the book. Uh, so then in the Dr. Sleep book, uh, they do go back to the original location of the hotel. Um, but they, The hotel's not there. The hotel's not there. They built like a campsite. And then the final conf- confrontation happens at a campsite just built on the same spot. This movie is like, I want to make a sequel. I want to do Dr. Sleep. I want to make a sequel, sequel to, to the, the shiny to the movie. movie. Yes. The Stanley Kubrick movie. So the ho- that's why the hotel is still there. And you see it in the trailer. All the ghosts are still there. Yeah, instead of, apparently so they meticulously way. recreated all of that shit. They did because they were just sets that, yeah. they had to, that were torn down after. The, well, the sets and costuming. Well, I mean, the and costuming, the costuming, costuming yeah. was all gone, True. obviously. Yeah. But apparently like, they... They really looked at the original film to try to remake it as best they could. It, it, it looks great. I mean, you no, know, it does yeah, look fantastic. Yeah, the production design of yeah. this movie is fantastic. Um, so, okay, so they did that, right? So that's how it's, it's combining the two things. Now, uh, I will say it throughout the movie, like, I like the bad guys. And I liked uh, Rebecca Ferguson. I really like this. Is he Indian? Is he for real Indian? Is he a Spanish guy? I don't know. I got to find out real quick. This guy who's the... Her, her, killed it. Her, like, her main henchman, this guy was in the Fargo TV show yep. season two. And I just saw him in something else. This long-haired guy who's, like, maybe in his 40s. Maybe his 50s. Like. Maybe 50s. He, he looks like he's an older gentleman. But then again, he's got the fucking leather face It's just going. interesting to see... Like, the, he's, his face seen a lot of sun. Uh, yeah, he looks like... Maybe he looks... He, he wrote hard, put away Wes, the type of guy, <laughs> yes. right? Mm-hmm. Um, it's always interesting when you see someone kind of... St- 
start getting traction in a career, obviously later in their life. You wonder, was this guy acting for decades? And then finally, he just got some roles that really took advantage of his skills. Or is he a non-actor for a long time who then, like kind of fell into it you know i believe a lot of those people are they were kind of in the circuit for a while mm-hmm. and they just finally got Tuck, recognized there's so many people like that you know and, yeah and then like oh look at this guy he's a huge star and then you go back and you watch me from 10 years ago like look there's that huge star there he is. yeah like, oh, <laughs> they're the fucking look, yeah look, there's vigo morrison playing a baseball player in the sandra bullock rehab movie that's well, no, exactly. weird I mean, yeah I mean, I mean i just did that recently i watched vikings and the uh, the character of bjorn ironside he's mm-hmm. been in like since series one he's the son of of Ragnar, who was the main character from Ragnar. the from the original uh, couple of uh, series, yeah. and uh, like he's like a grown ass man now. Yeah. And the other day, I was flipping through the channels, and uh, Race to Witch Mountain came on. The Rock, movie. and I was like, Oh, it's The Rock before he started using steroids. Apparently, no, he, yeah. was, no, he was between cycles and that exactly. One. Yeah. Uh, he, he uses more of a HGH. Depending on his character, oh, he'll no, cycle I mean, have, up you, or have down. you seen The Rock recently? He has on he is, all of the steroids. He, he, all he, of them. Because uh, he's also taken a lot of uh, human growth hormones because yeah, yeah, his hands are twice as big than they were like five he's years ago. He's just bigger than he used to be. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's got like, bigger. He's like, like Barry Bonds forehead. Yeah. So what? Who was in that one? The dude from Vikings was in Oh, yeah. He, he he was one of the kids from Race from Witch Mountain. One of the kids He's one of the kids. So he was a child actor. And then he saw him as and, a grown-ass man in Vikings. And then he continued acting all the way up to... That's yeah. so funny. That's why we see Haley Joe Osment now. It's like, oh, it was a kid from Sixth Sense, and now he's a he's a fat man with a tiny <laughs> yeah. face. Who, uh, who's apparently a very sweet person. People love this guy, <laughs> Haley Joe Osment. There's a lot of podcasting in that A life. fat, tiny person, sweet yeah, man. If you look at him, he's got a tiny face and of his fat head. It's weird. Like, his face didn't grow from the Sixth Sense, <laughs> but the rest of his body did the poor guy. Does he eat a lot of applesauce? Maybe applesauce. Maybe. Horse feathers. That's a lot of applesauce. Yes. Um... Uh, he, yes, he is of Native American and Irish descent. Native American and Irish, okay, very good. So this guy is a fantastic actor, and he's part of the bad troop. His name is Zahn McLarnon. Zahn McLarnon. Yeah, you would not be like, look at this guy, this guy's a McLarnon over here. No, he does not. <laughs> well, I mean, technically, I mean, his full name is Zahn Tokiaku. Tokiaku. He should have been the bad guy in so. uh, Superman. Which he one? could have Zon. Z- oh, Zon Zod. There you go. Zon, I see what Zod. you're doing there. Uh, actually, he would have been a fun Zod. That would have been interesting. A tiny brown Zod. <laughs> I would have been really into that. He's a really good actor. He's very intimidating. Yeah. Um, the fucker's been in 82 movies. He probably could have. See, pop- he's been working for decades. Really? Or, and we're just no, not not decades. Why? How do you how do you do 82 movies in less than? 10 he years? started off in 92 as a Hispanic kid. In Tequila and Benetti. That's that's two decades. Yeah, he was, that's two decades. That's, so that's multiple decades. <laughs> so I'm still right. He start, yeah, he started off in TV. He did, he did an episode of Baywatch, an episode of Murphy Brown, oh, TV, In Living yeah. Color. In Living Color. I Thunder in Paradise. I want to find all these TV shows. Yeah. <laughs> NYPD wow. Blue. He had all done a Law and Order. Maybe he was in New York. Maybe he was in LA. Oh, exactly. Walker, Texas Ranger. That's awesome. He's working with Chuck. Chuck. Chunk Norris. Chuck Norris. At high school, they called me Chunk Norris. <laughs> yeah. A legend says there's not a chin, but another fist. Just another fist under, yeah. under the beard. Yes. He, he did a lot of TV. Yeah. Zahn. He was. Zahn McLaren. He was a voice actor in the first Red Dead Redemption game. There we go. Really? That's yeah. Impressive. Red, impressive. Red, Red Dead Redemption or Red Dead Revolver? Red, no, Red, Red Dead Redemption. Redemption. Okay. So Revolver was so the second game. Yes, Revolver second, was another but game. But the first Red Dead Redemption. That was, that was the first game. That was the first because, Red Dead game. Because the prequel was Red Dead Redemption 2. Because that makes sense. Well, yeah, man. It's like uh, Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom is a prequel. Did you know that? 
I'm just is saying, it? Yes, it is. Really? It's a, it's a prequel. Yeah, I didn't it's, know. It's like six or seven years before the events of uh, of what's its face, and then um, is last last crusade, crusade before Temple of Doom, or is it between Temple of Doom? Maybe between. So, that, so, so is it, I have no clue. Did so, they yeah, go backwards? Yeah, yeah. Is that what we're, is I, that I, I don't think they went backwards for all three. They went backwards for Temple of Doom, and then they went. Was Temple of Doom where they had where the Kalima shit came yes. in? Excuse my language. Yeah. And that's why there's no Nazis, no World War II in it. Because oh, okay. they wanted to avoid all that. So that's why they went backwards. Oh, okay, okay. Um, so again, a very important part of our Doctor Sleep review is the timeline of the Indiana Jones mm-hmm. movies. The, uh, I liked the bad guys. I liked Rebecca Ferguson. I liked... Okay, here's something that they did great. Let me tell you about one thing I thought they did great. And then one thing I did not like. Okay. One thing I thought they did great is something that happens in a lot of Stephen King books and they try to do in movies. And it almost always looks not that good. It's the idea of a mind library. Yes. King does this a lot. Mm -hmm. Where he... Or not just mind libraries. Mind libraries and psychic... Psychic battles of will. Psychic confrontations. Things like that. He does that a lot with characters. That's easy to do when you're writing it. Yes. But then... Because it's all in the mind anyway. Because it's all in the mind. But then when you try to translate it into into, uh, uh, visual, Visual. then you end up with fucking Dreamcatcher. Yes. Okay? Uh, And the Langoliers. And the Langoliers. (laughs) uh, You end up with really bad shit. Okay? Um, This movie, Dr. Sleep, features lots of... Trans, uh, transcendental meditation, astral projection, psychic confrontations of wills, um, rifling through each other's like mind uh, files mm-hmm. in such a way, done in a visual way. And I never once was lost. No, they're not having a park. Uh, so I, a lot of psychic war, like, a lot of psychic, psychic warfare that's done great. Psychological warfare. Psychological sorry. stuff that no psychic. No, psychic, psychic. Yeah. you're right. Psychic. Really? Yeah, yeah because okay. it's like literally they're in, yeah. in each other's well, actual projection. And they're, yeah. like, and they're like, I can feel her in my mind. And, and, <clears throat> and the struggles there yeah. like felt really good. Um, and that's hard to do. Because there, there's a level of relatability in it. Even if it's a little catch, it, it's something that you could put yourself into. Because there, there's a level of conflict that you have in yourself that yeah. they're displaying. And so much of our conflict and drama is internal anyway. And that's hard to do visually dramatically how do you show that in a movie in an entertaining way this movie nailed it i was shocked at how good it is also Very one good. of those sequences features i won't say what it is but features one of the few bits of gore in this movie mm, yes it's like the only real gore in the movie like bloody like whoa like really, I mean, yeah. really visceral yeah. gross like look at this piece but of it's gross. done yeah. tastefully though no it's no but it's meant to be gross and, and, and fucked up and it's like effective oh my god oh, oh it's ta- like, tactful yeah, yeah it's tactful. really good it's like oh shit right, that's really good, good. Uh, but then it's also shocking because it's a two and a half hour movie uh-huh. we're talking about 30 seconds of film really yeah that right in the middle of the movie it's like whoa that's shocking <laughs> that's powerful that's good it that's really, really good powerful stuff. and then okay so that's what i liked i really was very impressed by that and i'll tell you exactly what i did not like drew and it's something you alluded to and it's actually anytime this movie tried to be the shining hmm. anytime they tried to recreate kubrick shots or, or, or when it did straight up just rip off kubrick shots uh i'm like I won't here, say the here's context. here's here's the intro to the shining yeah <laughs> here's the bloody hallway blood elevator yep. they i won't say the context but they use blood elevator yep. and i was like this but th- th- that was in the i mean this all that stuff dumb. was in the all the shining stuff was in the marketing yeah much. it is it's in the marketing and then the way they use it in the movie i'm like this is dumb mm-hmm. um i was okay with the repurposing of the different shining like entities the ghosts that worked fine. And I e- did. Uh, even the maze stuff worked great. And the maze stuff was fine too. 
So there is ways to take these things and, and, and use them in a new way that worked. But then when he had like... So there's the infamous shot of Danny on his tricycle and he's rolling around yep. the hotel and, and it's a steady cam shot behind him. And I think, Drew, you mentioned this. We saw this recently in theaters, right? I may not have noticed this if we hadn't seen the movie so recently yeah. and on a big screen mm-hmm. where infamously Danny's going around the hotel over the carpet around the corner the camera's sort of behind him the camera whips around Danny as he goes around the corners right and it catches him perfectly frame and it goes down the hallway whips around the corner again and then finally it whips around the corner to find Danny stopped and then the two twin girls at the end right and it's an amazing reveal yeah. because of how tight the camera move is that fresh in mind, they're recreating that shot with the camera whips. All I could think about is how sloppy the whips were. Not as tight. That's all I could <laughs> Not think tight about. At all. Every time it turned around, I was like, I can see his face. <laughs> uh, making, you're making it turn too early. It's like, it's like I, can see, I can see you're doing this poorly. You know, It was annoying. It's like, you're not Stanley Kubrick. Stop that. <laughs> or smack his head. Stop that. Bad. Bad. Do, you're doing your thing great. Do your thing. I'm enjoying your thing. Every time the movie was doing a different thing, they were in the woods. The RV stuff. The, the mind battles, all that stuff. I was like, this is good. And then, all right, now let's do Shining stuff. I'm like, no, no, why? Because it's a Shining sequel, yeah. Chris. This is so silly. That's why. Uh, <laughs> a lot of yeah. people have this whole enchantment with recreating, like, the, you know, the vintage and yep. classic stuff. Sure. Yep. There's a lot of enchantment with that. Hell, man, look at my living room. It's a mid-century uh, <laughs> living room. Half <laughs> that shit out there ain't real. It's all from Ikea. Yeah. I, I know, that whole fire pit love, you have, we do, too. We do love it. The fire pit's a, it's a projection. It's actually a picture. Oh, really? They, they okay. the, the condo association will let me have a fire pit. <laughs> yeah. The, um, yeah, there is an obsession, absolutely, with, like, nostalgia and recreating things. And um, there... We were, we were just talking in Watchmen for our Patreon show. There's a way to take something old. And refresh it. it. Refresh it. Make it seem new. Like, whoa. Yeah. I know these are ingredients I've seen before. I mean, come I on. I know Taco Bell uses these right. exact same ingredients for their Mexican pizza. But goddamn, this chalupa's amazing. Or, you know, exactly. I mean, shit, you know? I mean, how many people have been doing it with music for how long? Thank you so much. Like, Thank a lot you. of people S- are... Sampling beats. Yes. Same thing. It's yeah. a lot you of... can visually sample, but you have to make it your own. Correct. Yeah, it's a lot of talk about, you know, people wearing nostalgia glasses for things. And it's kind of mugging up things. Mm-hmm. And I'll kind of slightly agree with that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you can... Uh... You can look too far back for too long. You gotta look forward as well. Yeah. The best parts of Dr. Sleeper when they looked forward and not when they looked back. Right. All right, so there you go. Still, so, so at the end of it, when it's all said and done, I like the movie. I thought it was good. It's long. It is long ago. <laughs> because it takes its time, which I appreciate when a movie does that. Because they could have been tempted to take the route of maybe we should turn this into an Amazon series yeah. and then then talk about long now you're taking oh, something that would be it uh, probably would have been better on Amazon as a series maybe, it probably would have been better maybe it could have been maybe it would have been worse because I've seen then it. they try to t- turn this into a 12 hour story instead of a two and a half hour and story and vice versa there's some series on Amazon which I'm like why it's just a movie this could have been shorter yeah absolutely yeah. so uh, maybe the movie uh, version is the right route I don't know we, we always uh, find out in the future I'm sure someone will take a crack at a, a shining Doctor Sleep series at some point they probably yeah. Will there's yeah. a lot of YouTube series out there like film theories. There's a uh, uh, honest trailers. There's cinema. There's a lot of people that will take a crack at it. It's ridiculous how many streaming yeah. services are. Oh yeah. So Drew, Doctor Sleep. Besides for its length, would you recommend it to people? What do you think? Yes. Yeah. Especially if you like slow burns. Oh, especially if you like them slow. Burns. Uh, because it's slow. But then it has it. But then it picks up. No, it's so. worth it though. And it's a type of thing where part of the reason why it's slow is because it has it starts with disparate characters. Mm-hmm. We catch up with their story. We learn their stories, and then they slowly come together. Yeah, when the characters start coming together and start meeting up, and the story obviously starts and picking up momentum, 
and the plot picks up. It's not like the original Shining. The first 45 minutes of The Shining is slow. slow. Well, the whole movie's slow. It's slow, but then Jack's going crazy. And he's so compelling to watch, you know? Well, right. because he's Jack Nicholson. Because he's Jack goddamn Nicholson. <laughs> I watch that man do almost anything. Which is why, yeah, you gotta you just gotta re- Don't give me a CG, Jack. Just recast it. I mean, I watched some awful movie where he was falling in love with Diane Lane as an old man. And it was amazing! That's, um... It's not as good as it gets. That's, I think uh, it is. I think maybe it was... Not with Diane Lane. Diane Keaton. Diane Keaton, yes. There Diane you go. Keaton. Diane Keaton. Uh, that's not, that's not that something has got to give. Maybe. Uh, I don't remember. It was not bad. And you want to know why? As good as it gets, I fall in love with it. That's the one with him and Helen, Helen Hunt and what's, her, what's his face? Is, uh, is I'm Jack, Jack Nicholson killed Diane it. Keaton? Oh, yeah. oh, he's great. Yeah. Was Diane Keaton on a beach house or something like that? I, I, I only vaguely remember. Maybe vaguely remember. Uh, but he was great in it, right? Yeah, Even though it was like, oh, Jack basic Nicholson. ass yeah. movie. Yeah. Wasn't that something has got to give? Something's gotta give is no. That's the one with was Jack Meryl Nicholson. Streep, Steve Martin, and Alex Baldwin. <laughs> was Jack? She's trying to decide between. I the think two. the one you were thinking about was Jack Nicholson was dating a young woman, and then he ends up dating her mother. I don't remember. I think perhaps. So. I think that's. I what just remember. Thinking. I think that was just a National Enquirer article. <laughs> <laughs> Jack Nicholson has a great quote about how uh, with. If I don't wear my sunglasses, I'm just an old fat man. But if I put them on, I'm Jack Nicholson. Like yeah. he knows, he knows, <laughs> he knows who he is. Yeah. He knows his brand. That's why he always wears those glasses. Yeah. Without him, just an old fat guy. Uh, all right, so that's our Doctor Sleep review. Let's talk about Jojo Rabbit. Jojo Rabbit is a Jojo ta- Taika Waititi uh, adaptation of a book. It looked like there was a they quoted a book there in the opening credits. Did you see that, Jersey yes. Cogburn? Number eleven this week, Chris. Number eleven only made four million dollars. Only four million dollars. I see, what- but it's only in eight hundred theaters. Oh, okay. that's that's so it's, a slight, it's not exactly a full. It's not big production. A thousand screens is a considered wide release. It is so a it's almost wide. silver fresh, screen though. certified fresh. What's the over seventy nine percent? Seventy nine percent. A silver screen or no? Uh, big screen? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, that's where everyone saw it. And actually, I'm surprised it didn't make as much as Dr. Sleep because when we saw Dr. Sleep, decent amount of people in the theater. There were more people in Jojo Rabbit. Jojo Rabbit was, it was packed. full. Yeah. It was packed at a, like a 6.30 show. Yeah. We 5.30. Saw 5.30 show. We saw Dr. Sleep. It was a Friday night, 7.30, yeah. like prime, prime time. time. Not that many people were in there. Uh, it still ended up making more money. More screens. More Whoa. screens. More screens. So Jojo Rabbit... World War II satire and the final days of world, final year or so of World War II. Yeah, uh, Germans didn't know know that they're losing, but it's uh, really centered on Jojo, mm-hmm. who is part of the ten year old part of the Hitler Youth. Just joined. Just joined. Ten years old. He's super into. It. He's like, yeah, here we go. Like, I'm ready to fight for my for the for my the Fura and everything. And his, I'm um, ready to be a fucking Nazi man. And he has uh, some self confidence issues. Yep. So his imaginary friend is Adolf Hitler. Played by Taika Waititi. Played by Taika Waititi. I saw an interview, Waititi, so I think someone posted this in our Cinema Crispity So Facebook group, that um, when he went to Fox, and he was like, I can make this movie, I know how to, I know how we can do this. They said, okay, we'll make this movie with you, but you have to play Hitler. And he's like, uh, first off, I'm um, half Maori. Which is... Like, I don't even look like a... <laughs> which is even funnier, which Chris. Makes, which in the long run makes it funnier. Because he put in fucking blue contacts and looks ridiculous. Ridiculous. And I think that he lighten up his skin too. I think, I think he also so. put some makeup on to lighten up his skin. I think maybe he did. Because he's a brown man. Oh, he is so brown. And this Hitler <laughs> isn't very brown. Uh, so he's the Hitler who pops up every now and then. So like, come on, Jojo. Yeah, <laughs> you know, you can do it. So, you know, be a good Nazi for, for mine, Fiora. And uh, it's very... Uh, comical. Very comical, very yes. big role. Uh, so, and this is in the trailer. The hook of the movie is that he's Jojo. Hitler is his imaginary friend. He's all for being a Nazi. 
And then he finds out that his mom, played by Scarlett Johansson, is hiding a Jewish girl in the house. Uh, she's like a friend of uh, her daughter or something, mm-hmm. who I guess is dead. They died re- somehow. Say, yeah, they don't really get that into no. it. Um, so JoJo finds out. So then for JoJo, it's a conundrum. What do I do? Do I want to be a good Nazi or do, you know. I want to be a good person. Or do I want to be a good <laughs> By the way. It's Scarlett, pretty much that easy, Chris. Yeah, that's the line. That's By the way, if Scarlett Johansson is listening to this, hello. Hello, Scarlett. She is a listener. She hasn't signed up for Patreon yet, but I'm sure she, she let me know that she will be signing up soon, so we appreciate it. God, I hope so. Can she just like... Call, I love you, by she, the way. Can she just like call <laughs> us and on. just talk? I just want to I just want to hear Oh, she's waiting for us to set up the Google number. <laughs> wow. That's on us, Drew. We got to set up the Google number so she can call us. Set it up. We'll set it up. She'll call. We'll give her your number, Chris. I'm sure. Please. I'm sure Colin Joe don't mind. Of course not. H- husband. Of course not. Right? They're, they're married now, yeah. right? Yeah. Did they fully get married? Yeah, I think she's got kids with me. <sighs> Did they already get kids? Did they already have kids? I'm pretty sure. They got little, little, yeah. little, little Joe, sure. They already got little Scar Jojos. I'm pretty sure. I'll be a godfather. Joe jo- Johansons. I'll be the godfather. The godfather. Yep. Whatever. However you get in there, right? Oh, Chris? exactly. Um, she is fantastic in the movie. Oh, she kills it. Sam Rockwell is in it as a guy oh. who keeps getting demoted through the the ranks, through the German ranks, because <laughs> he's a fucking big dummy. Because <laughs> the fucking idiot. Maybe some other stuff too. Oh, for sure. But we'll get on to that. And his, We're not gonna, I don't want to spoil that. And then that. His, his, uh, his right hand man is this guy from uh, 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 Game of Thrones. Yeah, Theon Greyjoy. Theon Greyjoy, Alfie, I think his name is. Um, it's got a good cast. A lot, of, a lot of good stuff popping up in there. It's funny, but then it's also dark. It also gets dramatic. It's, uh, it's Alfie kinda, Allen. Alfie Allen. I knew his name was Alfie. It's a complicated movie. It is. It's a complicated it is. movie. It is equally parts hilarious. And heartfelt. And heartfelt, yeah. And heartfelt. And, and get, kind of heartbreaking, they too. It gets get sad at times, and uh, but hopeful as well. And when you throw out the words like World War II, Hitler, satire. And satire. It doesn't, like, it doesn't make you think. Oh, this doesn't is, hit the palate, doesn't right? doesn't make it feel like, oh, this is going to be a fun, warm time at the theater. I want to say fun. But it, it is. But it, it is. Uh, it's it, good. It almost feels it as if like Taika Waititi made... A it, Mel Brooks World War II movie. Yeah, sure. if you think about the sure. game, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. where I mean, like, yeah, yeah, it's kind of wrong and kind of fucked up, but it's it's tasteful and fucking funny, man. It's like the game <laughs> Wolfenstein. You don't think the the newest installment would have been good, but it was really good. Going back to the yeah, Wolf, Wolfenstein, man. I was just talking about Nazis. Mm-hmm. Any opportunity to kill Nazis? Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, it's like. I did, I think I expected, and now it's funny saying this about a Hitler World War II movie. I expected the movie to be more fun, well, a, little I mean, more, a little more comedic. Well, I mean, it's like it's like I said when I walked out of the theater. You wanted, you just straight up wanted I, more Hitler. I straight up, I was like, don't take, please do not take this out of context, and this is probably the only time I will ever say this in my life, but I wanted more Hitler. More Hitler. Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Get on my Hitler. No, no, I wanted more Taika Waititi doing his weird slapstick Bugs Bunny Hitler impression. Yeah, sure, jumping out windows and yeah, stuff. Yeah, it was weird. fucking funny, man. Uh, yeah, it was... He was almost like a, just a big doofus. The movie was more open to confronting the darkness of the world, of the, of the situation and everything than I expected. Uh, you have to, man. But the, but the, yeah, I think it's fine. I think it works out. I well. mean, isn't it, isn't that the point of satire? Yes, it is. And satire is so it, hard to do in this day and age. You really so, got to push it. So when you do it well, eh, you know that's the thing. Now in ten years, will it be satire? <laughs> in in twenty thirty, when people look back at JoJo Rabbit, be like, oh, this is just a documentary about the way people thought at the time. It's like movie network. 
when network <sighs> came out in 1970 or whatever boris when did network come out 1970 what? network the movie uh, 76. 76. 76. Thank you. Boris is my, uh, he's my year man. He knows all the years. He's, for he's the date guy. Everything. For, from not because he's old. No, not at all. Because uh, we we heard his story about the book. No. that he, he Boris is a great guest. In the show. Yeah, he is. Uh, Boris is mad. Oh, okay. Well, the, mad with power. Mad with envy. Mad with, <laughs> mad with greed and lust. Yes. Well, um, mad with lust. Ew, the, get away from me. Um, Network, when it came out, was like, this movie's absurd. And now people it is, would not act this way. Executives wouldn't act this way. This stuff wouldn't be on TV. It, it was it, if you made network today, now it's, it's a documentary. Now, document. Now it's quaint. <laughs> I was like, oh, it's cute. You guys think that executives <laughs> actually have a debate about the, the whether yeah, they're, like, they don't debate that shit at all. Something at all. <laughs> they're just like put it out now. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's uh, oh, you guys are debate. So, you guys are so money? you're so cute with your moral equivations that you thought these people had for you. <laughs> we got billions of dollars to lose. Mark Burnett, don't give a fuck about you. no. He's got his uh, survivor dollars and his. Uh, he's been baptized, so he's good to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, he takes the body and blood as well. He does take the body and blood. He's the one behind the yeah. uh, the Bible miniseries stuff and all that. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. He's a hardcore Christian. Him and Mel Gibson get along. He's also, uh, yeah, they do, as a matter of fact. He's wow. also uh, in possession of, of a lot of uh, celebrity apprentice uh, tapes. Well, Whoa! And he's like, these will never see the light of day. All the all this Donald Trump stuff that he said when he thought the mic wasn't recording. Well, <laughs> Wait, whoa, 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 whoa! That was him. Yeah, he's the one who's like suppressed all those celebrity apprentice tapes because it was his show. Oh, oh, okay. That was, that was that whole story. That was him. Mm. Mark Brennan sucks. Um, what's the? Did you put it away? Jojo what? Rabbit. You said it was in the seventy percent But what's fresh. but what's the average rating on it? Uh, uh, you can look at that under uh, under more six, info. Uh, seven point six five. Seven point six five. Yeah, that's right around where I put it. Yeah. That's right. That's right around where I put it. Ne- neither movie this weekend. I, I didn't fall in love with either one. No. But uh, they're the, but they're the, still the, very good. Yes, they're definitely better than average. Better than average for sure. Much much. In the respective genres, for sure, better than average. And I mean, serious. I mean, people just need uh, like Jojo Rabbit should just be like put in front of people. Like certain people. Hey, just watch. by the way, you should watch this just to you know reminder: fascism and Nazis are bad. That's the thing. So it's actually a good litmus test. There will for sure be people who like see this movie where it's like the, this kid says it's a bad time to be a Nazi, and then just for sure people are going to be like. <laughs> They're like, why? Why is there a movie that's like, why? It's okay to be white. Why are these the bad guys in movies now? Blah, blah blah. Like, whoa, bro, relax. You for sure are like exactly. the yes. lady doth speak. Uh, <laughs> the lady doth protest too much. That's what yes, it is. There you yes, go. that's what I'm saying. It's yes. like no one's. We're saying Nazis are bad. We're not saying you're bad. No. Why are you? Why are you so angry about white people? Like, whoa, relax. <laughs> I could see that happening as I was watching. No, exactly. Um, all right, let's talk about our media diets these days. Uh, uh, did you watch episode one of His Dark Materials? Yes. What'd you think? It was okay. It was okay. It was pretty good. Not a bad start. I'm, I'm it's int- only episode one. I'm so. interested to see where it's going to go. Yeah, yeah. I like this whole Golden Compass expanded universe thing. Yeah. Because well, the movie had so much potential and it went nowhere. And it went nowhere, didn't make any money. Um, Daniel Craig was the Lord Asriel guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, who was it? Was It was um, Nicole Kidman, I think, was, or Julianne Moore. One of those two redheads was the... Uh, the Coulter lady, mm-hmm. um, who I like the casting in this one. No, really casting's good. good. And uh, uh, McAvoy is yeah. Azra on this one. I uh, I'm very interested in this whole his Dark Materials series. I like how it is described as both um, uh, Chronicles of Narnia for atheists, mm-hmm. and it's also been called Paradise Lost for Kids. Hmm. 
Okay. Yeah. Interesting. So that's where it's going. Yeah. I like how the magisterium well, is. is in charge. Yeah. It's obviously the Catholic Church. Oh, duh. Um, the universities, the education centers are the only places where there's sanctuary from the magisterium and they have academic sanctuary. And you can actually think. You're, you're allowed to think. <laughs> but but if you bring up heretical ideas, you got to be careful. If ideas are against what the magisterium wants mm-hmm. you to believe. Uh, so they introduce all the stuff with the dust and hidden worlds and all mm-hmm. that. So we'll see where that's going. Um. So it's obviously a very direct parallel out there, which is what's intended to be. Yes. Uh, and it's it's fun. I feel like we're now, maybe when the Golden Compass came out, well, it was almost 10 years ago, right? Yeah. Maybe when that came out, we were, even then, it's only 10 years, as a society, less open to the idea of um, uh, rejecting our, our Christian fundamentals on such an... Uh, organizational level, you know, uh, being anti-establishment. Deadpool couldn't work 10 years ago. No. Deadpool works now. Yes. Maybe Handmaid's Tale, I don't think, could have worked 10 years ago. Probably not. But it's working now. Yeah. Well, and it, and well Boondock well, Saints worked 10 years ago. Though. And it would not work now because <laughs> Boondock Saints? Yeah, Boondock Saints. Boondock Saints, the movie. The movie, yeah. Yeah, yeah that would not work now. <laughs> I enjoyed the fuck out of that movie. But oh, they're yeah, making a third installment, like, though. Are they? I heard, oh, I heard they are. That's not... Actually, please. no, please do. Troy Duffy, please make a third one. <laughs> I want to see what you have to offer to the world, Troy Duffy. That movie was so cringy. I loved it. When I, when I first saw Boondock Saints, I was 18 years old. It was like, oh, so good. I rewatched it. It was something new and fresh. Yeah. Watch, watch it now. It's like it's so chintzy. He made a second one. I never saw the second one. There's a great documentary. I did, and it was... Did you? Oh, boy. You know, Boris knows what I'm talking about. There's a fantastic documentary. You may want to see it, Chris. It's called Overnight. Yeah. As in Overnight Success. Right, and it's about Troy Duffy, the guy who made Boondock Saints, and how, for whatever reason, he talked his way into Hollywood, into the right circles, and he got everything he wanted to make his movie, and it came out, and people liked it, and then he turned out to be a fucking monster. Oh boy, people hated him, and he burned all his bridges, bridges that were very well built, constructed out of concrete. He poured napalm on them and burnt them down. What? He's like, I don't need no one. Yeah. And then where's Troy Duffy now? Nobody fucking cares. Trying to make Boondock Saints three. <laughs> probably bartender yeah, yeah. Bartender. yeah he was a bartender yeah. and, and now he's back yeah he's probably wait the, the, you made like a tree and get, get the fuck out of here make, make like a shoe and leave yeah no put an egg in your put an egg in your shoe and leave is that what he says no he so, said make it like a those. tree and get the f make, out of here make it like a tree and beat it I love yeah. all those mixed up uh, oh, I, Biff he's so good what yeah, we guy gotta guy. get you a bible quote you're getting all these scriptures mixed up here all remember, these scriptures. remember that uh, it's a good show His those who live in glass houses shouldn't throw uh, dogs <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh, I'm rewatching Nailed It Nailed It season 4 is about to come out so I'm rewatching Nailed It opportunity to tell people to watch Nailed It I just, I just I've heard of that it, it, it makes me feel so good on the inside Chris it's like a warm blanket of a show it used to be too cute Used to be my uh, my go to show. Yeah. Now it's now that you don't you don't know too cute. You're a dog groomer. You don't know too cute. No, I haven't watched TV in about seven to eight years now. That's fair. Uh, yeah. You can go to Pluto TV. Right, it's a free app. It's not TV. It's therapy. Is what this is. Too, okay. Too okay, cute. Okay. It's, it's just puppies growing up. It's puppies and kittens okay. growing up. Not even growing up. Just it's just their puppy life. No. Yeah. Once they're not puppies anymore, get them the fuck out of yeah. here. I got I got two cats, so I live it every day. No, they're cats. I'm talking about kittens and puppies. So uh, so it's a, <laughs> kittens and puppies. So it's serious. It's like age like zero to like eight months, and then the show ends. Oh, I love that. When and my and, kid, and it's all filmed. Stage. And then there's a voiceover guy who like provides contacts, and it's cute. and there's music. and, ding, and there's ding, 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 Lots music. of music with uh, what is it? Is it xylophone? It's like xylophones. Yeah. Yes, it's all xylophone music. It's very adorable and very easy to watch and enjoyable. But okay. now my nailed it is my version of that because it's great. all right. Um, season four coming out soon. Drew, are you watching anything? I watched Undone. 
Oh, the uh, Amazon show. Yeah, the Amazon rotoscopic animation one. And how was it? It was good. How many episodes is it? Eight. Okay. And they're only a half hour piece. Oh, that's nice. So that's it, nice. It goes by quick. Very and cool. uh yeah. It's it, it's pretty great. It fucking goes places, man. Yeah. Yeah. Watch it. Watch it. Oh, definitely. On the yeah. list. Yes. My, my list is so long, Drew. Put it on the list. <laughs> put it on the list. Odin Kirk. Chris. Odin Kirk. I put it before or after Barry. Before. But does it come before or after uh what's that other one? The eight two four show. Ooh. Right, there's that one. Damn it. I forgot the name of it, but it's on there. I know. It's waiting for you to watch it. <laughs> Drew, there's so many shows Fuck. to watch. <laughs> Damn it! I don't have no. I don't, I don't know, watch a lot of YouTube. See, but you I, don't have that problem. Oh, you're watching YouTube. Yeah, but that. I do have. A, that's the same thing as yeah. TV. Yeah, yeah. I've watched a couple content creators. Uh, there's Ralph the Movie Maker, who's really good. Yeah. There's Rob Gavigan, who I like as well. And uh, there's the film, the film theories channel as well, which is another good one. I've heard of that. That's uh, um, I've heard of the film theories. Channel. Yeah, yeah. Have you heard of the Corridor Crew? Yeah, actually, yeah, yeah. They're, they're really good. I, I I mentioned that on the show before, Drew. Those are the ones that do the um, uh, VFX artist. Oh yeah, look at good yes. and bad CG. Have you have I showed you any of those? Yes, you have. Yeah, they're pretty. Good. You showed me the John. Have you, have you with, watched uh, uh, with, with the gunfire? Is that oh that that's the stunt one? Because they also do stuntmen mm-hmm. talk about uh, that's that's fun too. Yeah. Have you seen after last season? Ralph the movie maker was the one who I actually saw uh, got uh, after last season from the the one I, we were at your uh, the the day of the dead party at yeah. your parents and uh, uh, if you want to talk about bad CGI that the the, whole, the when they blew their whole budget on CGI you'd wonder how do you blow four point three million dollars on this shit? Oh man, uh, easy by <laughs> by bad management. <laughs> Go back and watch Anaconda. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Every minute that oh. that CG snake is on screen is a million dollars. Yeah. Every minute. Oh my god. I think it's on, on it shows like lot. seven, eight, ten minutes. Yeah. You remember when it comes out of the water it looks completely animatronic? Well that and because they had a rubber and because, a CG snake. Yeah, because they also had a puppet snake. Yeah. And at least when the animatronic one comes up, it's like, oh, look, there's water. I can see something there. It like made if a, I was on the set, I could, I could like, hit that thing, you know? And it made a war cry. It's insane that they made it make noises. <laughs> it's it's almost as bad as in Jaws 4 when it roared like a lion. It did, oh, it, no. It, it jumped out of the water and went, it's like, or like a dinosaur. It's like, I like guess a shark. Sharks don't make noise, but it <laughs> no, did. They don't. Oh it did in Jaws four. Uh, Jaws four. Revenge of the Nerds. That should have been in Sharknado. It should have been in Sharknado. Yeah. The shark should have made noise. Yeah. They, thank you. They fucked that up. You have a shark falling into the water and blowing up like impossible. It should have squealed or something. Yeah. Should have been like. <laughs> um. Undone. So you just watched that this week. That's been the whole yep. week. That was it. Okay. Yeah. Because it's eight episodes. Yeah. 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 Um, so you just watch YouTube stuff, then that's where you get that. Yeah, that, that's where I get a lot of my uh, film stuff and a lot of my TV show stuff. I watch, like I said, Ralph the Movie Maker mm-hmm. film series, Cinema Sins. Uh, I also watch Hot Ones. Watch the uh, yeah. Oh, Hot Ones. Yeah, everyone loves Hot one. Ones. Man, that's a great show. I love that one. That's yeah, very fun. They got the new season rolling out now. Uh, a lot of good guests on there. Oh yeah. You see the Charlie Theron one? Um, no, there's I've a heard Charlie Theron one where at the end of it, the the camera pulls back and they actually show her like talking to the guests and everyone or to the host. Yeah, and she's like, "Oh yeah, that was funny." No, we bring our own hot sauce, and she's like, "Look," and she calls the guy over, like, "Come over here, bring my bag," and she bring over her big ass purse. She's like, "Look," she starts pulling hot sauce out of her bag. <laughs> like, I bring hot sauce everywhere I go, so she was like was totally I'm ready to go. Oh, yeah, she's ready for the episode. She did really good. ScarJo got kind of fucked up on it. Oh. You can see her. Uh, Ooh, yeah, I'm gonna watch that one. It's fun. It's, yeah, exactly. I love you, ScarJo. You you want to see her get all uh, red faced and teary eyed? Yes, like, I do. You, you gotta watch hot ones. It's a weird fetish, but yes, I do. Yeah, oh, you know what? We we know somebody else who has that fetish. Oh boy, we do. 
Who's that? I thought I remember back in the day they used to joke that Cabin Boy used to like watch girls cry. Oh yeah, that's right. Oh, bringing back the old Cabin Boy like crying girls jokes. They were funny, dude. That was funny. They were funny. I liked a lot of the. The Chelsea whole SBK. superhero film theory stuff, like because science is another channel I watch, okay. which they go into deep. Like you don't want teleportation, or uh, the theory about flight is all wrong, mm. or the reason why you don't want super speed like Flash, or how Superman fly racing the Flash could kill the whole world. Type sure, of thing. yeah, because of the turbines that they were, they take an actual real world scientific look at. Well, and, uh, and, that's and, fun. And that's the, cool. Yeah. And the oh, problem yeah. is, if they really did that, Superman's skin would probably rip off. The Flash, <laughs> the Flash's suit is specifically made to reduce all of the friction from him going so fast. Superman's yeah. skin wouldn't rip off. He's got the superpowers. He's yeah. he's got superpower skin. He would cause he nuclear fission. Yeah, he's fine. Yeah, he, other things would happen. He would cause nuclear fission. The, the the friction between his thighs. Yeah, would cause more, more boom, 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 boom. So what you're saying is he he, he needs a thigh gap first. <laughs> he, he needs to work on his thigh gap <laughs> for sure. He needs an aerodynamic thigh gap, for, for, just to not to cause the friction to yeah, yeah exactly split the world in half mm-hmm. from from running around mm-hmm. the world. Yeah, and the whole film theory about it, like they have a theory where the Superman spins the world backward. That's one of my favorite ones. Oh, that's a, yeah, the old silly. That's Superman the movie. Yeah. yeah, when he spins the world backwards, when I'm like, killing everybody on the entire planet. <laughs> when I'm a, when I'm a at the child, same time, yeah, yeah. And then they show like the rocks going back up the mountain and it's Moses' like, car coming out of the crevasse like, and the that's not the way this works. Up. <laughs> when I'm seven years old. I'm like wide-eyed. Oh, this is the greatest movie ever. He yeah. saved her, and now as an adult, I'm like, I can't believe they tried to pass that off. I was about yeah. to say, it'd be utter chaos. It's an actual movie. You, but so you think the fucking, you know, the, the plates opening are fucked up when we're going that? Imagine what happens are spinning the other direction. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! Oh, total chaos. Movies are fun. Um, YouTube, anything else uh, you getting down with uh, that you um, want people to know about? On YouTube, or? there's a lot of small channels coming up that I like. Um, there's the Pink Man who goes a lot into uh, the fake martial arts movie theory stuff. Like he was the one I brought up on Cinema Crespedizio who talked about Frank Du and the blood sport scandal how the mm. timelines were messed up how yeah. he's in the CIA oh Frank Dukes is a goddamn liar for sure yeah. you know, 100%, <laughs> yeah. you know 100% he's a liar but the thing is about liars is often they use a little bit of truth here and there to, they to, do to, to anchor their lives so uh, yeah this is a little buddy oh yeah that yeah, yeah. that was one of my favorite ones when I got into him he went into uh, the uh Count um, Count Dawkin or Count Dante? Down Count Dante, yeah. the the deadliest man on the planet. Yeah, the guy who started the Dojo Wars of like Detroit or something. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And you're about Count, Count Dante, Drew? Dude, <laughs> it was insane. Read that Wikipedia page. Oh my boy, God. yeah. This guy, uh, Count Dante. This guy, Count Dante, uh, legit started Dojo Wars in whatever city he was in. I think it was Detroit. Yeah, it was Detroit. Like really got stopped trying to blow up rivals dojos and shit. yeah, it was yeah. fucking crazy. And he had so many crazy outlandish claims. I don't, I don't know how they haven't made a movie about this guy. Yet. I know yeah. he has such a wonderful fucked up story. Yeah, he's weird. Uh, yeah, we saw a movie that was kind of like that recently. Art of Self-Defense? Yes. Oh. That guy's, that guy's little Count, Count Dante-ish. Fred Simmons, uh, Foot Fist Way, he's a little yeah. Count Dante-ish. Okay. A little bit. That, yeah. That big, braggadocious uh, He had an afro and shit, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd never seen it before. I, I was laughing I my mean, ass off. I mean, he's got a... 
crazy fucking beard in this picture. Look at that thing. That's straight out of fucking professional wrestling. That is, that is 100% like a Count Dracula beard. Look at that fucker. Look that, at him. Yeah, that's a 1930s Count Dracula beard. That is. But, uh, but like Mexican Dracula. Yeah. <laughs> no, no wonder he called himself the Count. He's got a little bit of style there. Yeah, for sure. He's yeah. Very countish. Yeah, yeah. He's very Countish. Count Juan Rafael Dante. Born John Timothy T. Keehan. Keehan. <laughs> no, I am Count Juan. I am now Count One. You look kind of Spanish, John. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good idea. I'll traffic in that. Okay. It's always shocking when people pretend to be ethnic. Like, it is. Like, you want your world to be harder? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, why are you doing Meanwhile, that? Meanwhile, I got Martin Sheen. I was about just about to say. <laughs> yeah, people change their names with the white names. <laughs> All the time. No, now I'm Count One. Right. Count Whatever one. you say, bud. Right, okay, make you, it harder. You, you have fun with ice. <laughs> I'm betting he's long dead before that happened. Oh, count one? Yeah. Yeah, he predates ice. Oh, yeah. Um, nice. You get that on YouTube stuff. So you don't watch TV. Yeah. No, I get that on a lot of YouTube. A lot of internet TV. Internet TV. Internet TV. I watch a lot of Joe Rogan because, mm-hmm. you know, I love him. Um, There's Tim Ferriss. I watch a lot of Tim Ferriss. Sure, sure. Yeah, Because yeah. he's one of the biggest podcasters out there. Absolutely, yeah. It's like him, Corolla, Rogan, Marin. Like, that's like your top four. Top oh, four, God, yeah. Right. yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, okay, cool. Right, yeah. YouTube stuff. There you go. YouTube stuff. Check it out. All right, well, we're at the halfway point. We need to take a break. All right. Okay, so uh, we'll take a quick break. We'll be right back with the second half with some plugs. We're going to find out more about what Chris has for us uh, podcasting-wise. And then I have a couple of movie news stories. And we have an email from Gabe. All right. All, All right. right. So here we go. Uh, welcome to the break for Cinema Crest Week. Hey guys, real quick, I want to let you know about the Bad at Business Beer Fest. That's right, local yokels, our Orlando, Central Florida listeners. Why don't you go on November 23rd, it's a Saturday, to the West End Trading Company in Sanford and hang out with Tom and Dan at the Tom and Dan Bad at Business Beer Fest. Why are they bad at business? Because it's free. It's free to the public. You got free beer samples, free admission, free live entertainment. They make no money. They spend money. That's bad business, but it's good for you. So check out the Bad at Business Beer Fest, November 23rd in Sanford. From noon to 2 to have DJ Dizzle Funk spinning some tunes. From 2 to 3 to have the Wild Tones. And from 3 to 4, the Shabooms playing live music. All good stuff. The event opens at noon. All right. Make sure you bring your proper ID because it's all about being 21 and up. The beer pouring start at 2 p.m. They got food trucks at the site. So you can have a nice layer of food to pour that booze on, that free booze. And Tom and Dan will have a merchandise tent where they'll accept cash and charge for t-shirts and unique products. Also at the event, they'll have Juan Gonzalez from the Yellow Brick Road Foundation uh, selling pint glasses for $20 each at one of their booths. 100% of the money collected will go directly to the charity Yellow Brick Road, raising awareness for congenital heart disease, supporting children and families affected by the illness, and enriching the lives of critically ill children through their wagon project. They will have 200 glasses to sell, first come, first serve. Then the very next day, November 24th, Sunday, Tom and Dan Sofa and Suds 2019 come to beautiful historic downtown Sanford and watch as local businesses race their modified couches against one another. Huge bragging rights at stake for the fastest couch as well as crowd favorite. Tom and Dan will be there to host it. 
the event starts at 2 and it goes to 6 o'clock. It's also free, just like the Bad at Business Beer Fest. You can't bring your own drinks, but that's fine because there will be plenty of food and beverage options for you there on site. They also have a $40 VIP option. For $40, you get a prime viewing area, access to restrooms, ooh, wait, pit row access to hang with the racing teams, oh, and complimentary beer, wine, and liquor during the event. What? VIP tickets are limited and only for persons 21 and over due to the alcohol. Get your advanced tickets at sanfordfun.com slash sofas and suds. Just look online for sofas and suds 2019 Sanford. Guys, check it out. All right, we all back. Guys, three, fifty, seven. Isn't that a gun? Lock this monster. Yes. Get out of yes, here. It is. Yeah. Get out of here, Loch Ness Monster. What? what, 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 what? South Park. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. South Park. <laughs> <laughs> three, fitty, fitty. Yeah, right, three. No, how much did the Loch Ness Monster? It's three, fitty. <laughs> about three, fitty. Man, what's this guy talking about Loch Ness Monster? Yeah. That's an old episode. Man. It is. Damn, South Park. Super old. Um, guys, 357, we doing, we blew in holes in the atmosphere we're with all, we blew in holes, because <laughs> it's done already, because it's over. We're that it's smelly done, here up in the studio. But, 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 holes are ballooning, we, the holes are ballooning, yo. We're, we, we are currently blueing holes. The holes have been ballooned, we did it, we blew in holes in the we're, atmosphere we're about with our podcastual bullets. We're about 90 days without a shower here in the Cinema Crespediza. 90 days without a shower, 45 days without water, 10 days without a lover. Ladies we smell like Welcome straight up Welcome to Cinema Crespediza. Uh, You're dead. <laughs> oh, I'm a ghost. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's right, I'm a ghost. 40, I forgot to tell I'm a ghost. 45 days without water, you're dead. <laughs> I'm a ghost. No, but... Uh, I no, you're dead. But I have the Lord instead. <laughs> the Lord will not hydrate I, you, Chris. I have the Lord. Uh, if the Lord can go into the desert for 40 days and 40 nights, then I can hang out in the studio for 45 days. I mean, as long as you have a decent food and water source, yes. Uh, I unplug my fridge every few days, and uh, I drink the uh, the water that condenses. That, yeah, the, the, drip, the drip tray. As long as it's clean water, oh, it's clean-ish. Oh, that's so gross. It's clean-ish. It's gray water. It's fine. Clean-ish full of amoeba. Uh, amoeba. I mean, as long as it's not like the brain amoeba. E. coli. The brain amoeba. Oh, I mean, he I don't think he keeps raw chicken in there. I love a good brain amoeba. Mm-hmm. Um, ladies and gentlemen, this episode is the, uh, dedicated to the brain amoebas out there. Shout out to brain amoebas doing your thing. Eat those brain cells. I, I'm surprised no one has a band called Brain Amoeba. Oh, I'm sure it has to be, right? That's, that sure. is right, basic. I feel like that like should it, be the bad 80s punk rock band. Yeah. Amoeba, right, bro. Uh, we are Brain Amoeba. Thank you, <laughs> uh, Galactic Records, for signing us. <laughs> Here's our first show in the back of a comic book show store. Um, <laughs> I was going to say, this is episode 357, but if you watch Death Wish 3, you'll see Charles Bronson breaks out a gun that's a 457. It's fucking gigantic. Really? Wow. And, and it's his gun. Random movie factoid for the day. Here you go. When Charlie Bronson made Death Wish 3, he wanted to. He was very enthusiastic about this handgun that he owned. That was a 457 Magnum, and he used his own personal 457 in the movie. You can see it. It That's is a, fucking huge. It's a cannon. It's ridiculous. I don't know how he didn't break his wrist every time he shot it, <laughs> especially if he shot it with blanks. Blanks to use more powder in the bullet casing so you can get like the muzzle flash. Yeah. Um. Yeah, how does that not just destroy your hand? I don't get it. A 457 Magnum, guys. Check it out. This episode brought to you by the Charles Bronson Fan Club of North America. Uh, Drew, where can people find you online? 
at Antara419, Facebook and Instagram. Follow at Juice Cogburn on Twitter. It's not me, but they do a great job. Yes, we appreciate you, mysterious Twitter user. And thanks for your money, too. Every, and thanks for your $4.20 a month at the Patreon. Patreon.com slash So You can sign up for our Patreon. Give us your monies to listen to our bonus episodes. Today, we are putting out one on the first three episodes of The Watchmen Show on HBO. One of our patrons, Ron the Wonderful, asked us to do so, and we did. So you can hear that. 30 minutes on the first three episodes of Watchmen. Uh, Chris, where can people find you online? Where do you want them to follow you first? First, you can follow me on Facebook mm-hmm. at theexperiencewithchrisfio.com. Okay. We also have the Instagram page up called Chris Fioravanti. You can follow me on all my journeys there. Mm-hmm. We're going to have a Twitter page set up at Chris Fioravanti or theexperience uh, at twitter.com. Okay. And we're going to be released on all platforms come February 2020 by PFT Media, your platform. That's as well. right. February 2002. 2020. 2020. Yes. And we're going to have many, many episodes out. I mean, two a month, but it's going to be some big names. Interview, Rob, interview show, right? Yes, interview show. Who are we talking to? We're talking to Anwar, superstar, Anwar. the brother of Most Def. What's we're up, talking Prescott? to Matt, yes, Anwar Prescott. Yeah. We're talking to Matteo Blanco, mm-hmm. who's an international tenor and mm-hmm. artist. Nice. We're talking to Rafael Cavero, who's also a tenor, internationally known, mm-hmm. still does his thing. Had a concert at the Mills Gallery yesterday, which is wonderful. Very I I'm cool. sorry I didn't get to attend, but I saw everything. Mm-hmm. We're talking to Robert Hill, the artistic director for the Orlando Ballet. We're talking to Eric Sandoval, who works with WKMG Channel 6 News, who's mm-hmm. the lead uh, analyst and reporter and also the fill-in anchor. We're talking to many people who who moves and shakes Orlando and yes. the scene of America as Very well. Very nice. Uh, very, very nice coming and, out in February. And, yes. And that's the podcast. That's the podcast. That's the audio show. Yes, that's the audio show. Uh, we also have the web series, which yes. is video called Five with Fio, mm-hmm. where we already have recorded one episode and it's in the editing process. Uh, we recorded with Carlos Navarro. He was he is the host for Monsters in the Morning. Mm-hmm. He also was in two seasons of The Walking Dead, and he also has a series on Instagram as well, a podcast series. Nice. Yes, he uh, uh, he recently interviewed somebody that he had an altercation with a while ago, where mm-hmm. he got into a fight with this person. But it was a wonderful podcast as well. Is that the time when uh, he punched a dude on the face on stage and he got arrested? That was the same there one. That was go. they were the same episode. All right, I'll, Orlando Radio. Fan locals know about the infamous Navarro punching a guy in the face. Oh, yeah. So check out this guy on Five with Fio. We also have Anna Escamani coming up in nice. a week and a half. Uh, we're going to be filming with her at the Mills Gallery nice, as well. Very cool. And all this is going to be released in uh, December of this year. And Five of Fio... The Five of Fio stuff will come out this <laughs> yes, summer, yeah? Yes, that's Five of Fio. Yeah. And the crew has been wonderful. They're young, upstart go-getters that are in full sail. Mm-hmm. And I want to thank you personally for helping me hook up with them and get this whole sure. project off the ground. Mm-hmm. And that's where you could find... Uh, Five of Fio is going to be released uh, on Facebook first. We're going to advertise it on Facebook. And then we're hoping to avenue it to Twitch, YouTube, Twitter, anywhere that we could play uh, video service on and have the web series and hopefully get get picked up by a major series like Netflix or Amazon, hopefully. Hell yeah, of course, yeah. Obviously, Jeff Bezos is practically knocking our door down to sign you. Are you kidding me, man? It's going to happen. I hope so. I mean, if you make, I mean, that's what I'm really hoping for. Everybody looks at me and may say, you're shooting too high, but it's like, why the fuck not? Listen, no. Excuse my language. Yeah, no, no. You can never shoot too high, uh... What do they say? I love this saying. Aim for the stars. No, aim for the moon. 
Aim for aim, aim for, for the moon. The, aim for the moon. Because even if you fall stars. short, you'll reach the stars. Aim for the sky, you'll reach. But, 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 you, that's, but, but you won't. But that's wrong, though, because the moon is actually closer than the nearest Correct. star. So actually, reach reach for the stars. Reach for the stars, and, you'll and, reach the and, sky. And then at least you'll get some. But then you can also blow up on the launch pad before mm-hmm. you even leave the atmosphere. Yes. So, Correct. Uh, you know what? Just Very don't true. try. Stay home. <laughs> it's safer. Don't do nothing. <laughs> I can't. Right. I mean, that's why it's my favorite scene. Yeah, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be like that's the entirety of the scene. Oh, be consumer heat. I have that whole thing on a pillow yeah. out in my living room. I'm hoping to be like heat. Tom Hanks in Apollo 13, you know. I'm hoping to be like that. To, to, to circle st- the moon. Stuck in space. Yeah. Stuck in space and then you make it back by the by yeah. nut hair of luck. and uh, Basically. And good old American ingenuity. Very much so. God bless all those white men who saved us. Yes. Uh, well, and, they saved themselves. They saved themselves. And then the black ladies that they hid in the back that they had to do all the hard math questions. <laughs> they didn't give them any credit. I saw the Hit of Figures movie. I know what's going on with America. Let's get it. They were literal calculators, Chris. Did you? Yeah, they did. They, were, they called them computers. Did you uh, see that movie, Hidden Figures? No. With uh, Janae... Janelle Monet. Janelle Monet. Uh, yeah, I'm a drinking. Um, Just a little bit. What's her name? Mm-hmm. And the other chick. Yes. Octavia Spencer. <laughs> <laughs> I, got that, I got that one right. Was it Viola Davis? No, it's not her. It's, Viola um, Davis. It's the other one. It's the other one. It's Carrie Washington? No, 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 no. The one who was uh, Taraji P. Henson. There we go. I have a yeah, giant crush on her. I love her. Charlie P. Henson? She is gorgeous. So you like the crazy ones? Is that it? She yes, got, I do. She got crazy eyes. She is gorgeous. <laughs> she, she's insane. Yes. She, and I love every bit of it. She's insane. And they got a show with her and Terrence Howard on the same set. You people are suckers for punishment. So Taraji P. Henson. Hello. Oh, yeah. She listens to you as well. Yeah. Her and Scarlett Johansson listen together. They download the episode and then they sit together and listen to it. I'm going to tell them, ladies, at least both download the episode so we can get two downloads. <laughs> but they refuse. They got to do it together. Darn it. I love both of you. It's download. Fine. Ladies, we love you. You're fantastic. Um, so, Fight with Fio coming December. Yes, this December. We're having... Um, it's going to be just... The web series is going to be acted and we're going to try and have B-roll of what they do in between the shows. So, mm-hmm. it's not going to just be straight... Just FaceTime interview. And trying to whatever. do something a little different, yeah. a little entertaining. Yeah, yeah short documentary yeah. type yeah, of style. Absolutely, you know, good. switch it up, and then you know, hopefully in the near future we do other styles of uh, video and podcasting. Right, it, the, that's more in the works. We're discussing that. Man, it's a uh, new media. It's the future. You can do whatever you want. Yeah, we're, we're all and making ho- up as we go along. Yeah, and I'm hoping N U Umlot Media. God no. Yeah. <laughs> God, no. I, Are you sure about that, I Chris? Blow my brains out. Of Are you life. sure about yes, that? I've, I've seen it written. It's NEW. And here's the if thing: if anyone describes NU with an umlaut, I blow my brains out right here on the computer. Oh my gosh! God, yes, Jesus. Well, no. Nothing to do with anything new. Nothing. Uh, then I'll be a new foundation. I'll be uh, uh, media, running a fundraiser for Media Uber Alice, maybe. <laughs> Please donate to the Suicide Foundation, the e- 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 Uber Alice, whatever foundation. The suicide Uber Alice. Yes, yeah, Suicide Uber Alice, and that's another thing. Seriously, that guys, uh, get help. One eight hundred. What's the number? You, you'd Google it. Yeah, and that's another thing <laughs> we, I'm trying to we do. Are, we are the worst suicide prevention. We are. Just, ever. just call one eight hundred Hollenotes. Just Hollenotes. Hollenotes. Yeah, the Hollenotes. Uh, gra- grab a bag of grab a bag of oats and carry it across the room. That's what Hollenotes. Yeah, the Colin Oats. That's what the line's called. Colin Oats. Colin Oats. Yeah, you hear any Hollenotes song you want on this line. And it's their suicide prevention line, actually. So you call and call a notes, and it's just automatically playing the Hall Notes song. Yeah, you can play, press one for "I Can Go for That," two for uh, other songs and shit. You know, it, it, <laughs> I like how you bailed after one song. Yeah, okay. <laughs> you know, <laughs> he named one and then all two for I don't know what the fuck else you want to hear. Man eater, Chris. Yeah, man eater. Man eater. Man eater. Called two for man eater. Rich girl. Come on. They do it's actually have rich girl. for crying out yes, loud. Yes, they do have they all so those. many hits. <laughs> I'm so sorry. 
I love that. I love bailed on two. No, that's great. That's 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 a crispy so way. Bail yeah. immediately. Wait a minute. A little bit of work's necessary. No, nah, I'm gone. No, nah, this pen isn't uh, working. So Abandon. <laughs> Abandon ship. Um, the only thing I'm not doing with my podcast, yeah. I'm using it as a platform to help uh, the Zebra Coalition. I'm mm. doing fundraisers as well. I'm, I'm helping the Second Chance Wildlife and Sanctuary. And for our listeners, we do have listeners who aren't here locally. Uh, tell them what the Zebra Coalition is. The Zebra is. Coalition basically gives help to LGBTQ kids who have been kicked out of their homes or uh, are currently homeless. Mm-hmm. They help them with housing and uh, other things. They help them with mental health issues mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. They try to help seek the right therapies and other things. Uh, they're really good in the community they're, of Orlando. They're providing a support structure that obviously wouldn't be there. Very much yeah. so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's and uh, me, Boris, and Ted Bogert are... Um, we're trying to coordinate things to help them get a building to house more children. Oh, wow. Yeah, wow. Boris and Ted have been spearheading this, and I mean, I'm trying to tag along as best I can, to, you know, just to help as much as I can. Sure, yeah, yeah. You know, so and, uh, people can uh, Google Zebra Coalition. They can look for that as well. And uh, even if you're not here locally, if you like the way, yes. you, if you like the sound of that cause, yes, uh, you guys can still help support, out, I'm sure, and support yes. from even where you're at, where you're listening. Because they do a lot of good work. I followed their Instagram page, Heather Welkie. He does a lot for the Zebra Coalition mm-hmm. and these kids. Mm-hmm. You know, they really do help the community. Mm-hmm. And Very as well good. as Jim Bronzo, I'm helping the Second Chance Wildlife Sanctuary. They take in dis- like you know animals that have been abused or just you know homeless, been thrown out of their homes. Sure. They really help a lot of these pe- uh, these animals. Yeah, and as well as the Global Peace Film Festival, which me and Boris are involved in, mm-hmm. we're we're trying to get awareness and education to younger kids about documentaries yep. and things that they might not be aware of that they can have an avenue in to build a career. Sure. Yeah. yeah. That's good. That's good stuff. Um, all right. So there you go, people. If you're listening, you can help. Be be a helper and uh, check out these things online and then check out Chris's shows as Please they do. come out. And obviously, uh, if you're tight in, if you're plugging at all, it's what we're doing here at PFT Media that you'll be seeing the releases of all these things. Yes, yes. Yeah, you'll be if, seeing them across yeah. PFT Media we got, everywhere. We got the Twitter account, PFT Media, the Instagram, PFT Media, and then, of course, the website, PFTmedia.com, and the Facebook group. Uh, all these things will be shared on all those. Places. PFT Media? PFT Media. 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 Really? PFT Media? PFT Media. PFT Media. PFT Media. There we go. Okay. You can email us, cinema crespodiso at gmail.com, and Drew will read it. Jamail. Jamail. How come no one pronounces that way? Jamail. That's not the way it's pronounced. I've only seen it written. I've never heard anyone say it. I've only seen it written down. What about the lowercase g? Gamail. 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 Let's hear that. Gamail. All right, we got an email from Gabe. What's up, Gabe? What up, show? Let's talk trailers, y'all. Gabe from Gamail. We talking trailers with Gabe. Most of them I saw were good. Make trailers trail again. Oh, don't show the trails at the end of movies. Okay, yeah, sure. I'm probably How should they so trail? They, so they, by, by showing them at the end of a film instead of the beginning. That's trailer. why they're called trailers. Yeah, movie trailers is to play after a film, and then how they do you, move them. How do you trail off of a trailer, though? How do you trail off a trailer? Do you star you wipe fall? it, or do you, like... Well, the trailer is playing, and then it's uh, fading away, and then you're like, <laughs> a hidden life. <laughs> a hidden life. Okay, I have a funny anecdote about this one. Go ahead. I'm not sure if I heard this hot take from Chris. Hot take, here we go. But every other couple of years, a movie like this comes out. For every Django Unchained, Black Klansman, 12 Years a Slave, there's a Green Mile, Driving with Daisy, Blindside, etc. Mm. I think it speaks to this time, this time of white nationalism globally that a movie like this would come out. 
It looks good, and I'm going to watch it, but I immediately thought this must be a subconscious commentary on white guilt. That's very funny. So he compares it to uh, uh, a white watered-down version of, like, so do the right thing comes out, but then we also got Driving Miss Daisy, yes. and all the white people are like, yeah, Driving Miss Daisy is great, but meanwhile, the real message is in do the right thing. Mm-hmm. I wonder what the what's the Nazi movie, the hidden... Is he talking about, like, Tycho, uh, Jojo Rabbit? Like, what's the other... Because there's sort of he's talking about a give and take there. Hidden Life is a Terrence Malick movie, first of all. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. So I don't know if I would even subscribe in the same way as like comparing them to these other filmmakers. To uh, unless it's a projection of your own, you know, prejudgments. Uh, no, I understand what Gabe is saying because like Green Book came out at the same time as Black Klansman. It's the same thing with having Spike Lee, where we have this great statement on racial politics in America from a black artist. And then everyone gravitates towards the one done by, written by the Italian guy and directed by the guy who did Peter Farrelly, guy who did fucking Dumb and Dumber. Mm-hmm. He's the one who gets the accolades. Spike Lee's like, what the fuck do I got to do in this country to get any respect for my art? Um, a Hidden Life is, again, it's a white guy making a movie about A Hidden Life, for who don't know, it's a trailer about, um, it's Austria, the opposite of Jojo Rabbit. Yeah, it's this a, is pre-World War II. Pre-World so this II. is like 1920s. Nazi Germany is 1930s. rising up. Nazis are rising up. And, and there's people, the Austrians, it's following a family. Alexander Skarsgård is the lead. And he's like, he says in the trailer, he's like, look, they're taking advantage of weak people. And I don't agree what they're doing. This is bad. And then the Nazis show up and they're like, swear allegiance to Nazi Germany. Here we go. If you don't like, do it. No. You don't do it. You're going to prison. We're going to torture you. Blah, blah. Breaks up his family and all that. So that's what the whole movie is about. It's, um, and then the other half of the movie is him staring into the wheat fields. Him staring into the wheat fields. Because Terrence Malick because loves wheat fields. Because it's a Terrence Malick movie and that's half of his movie. <laughs> so, so, uh, and you know, his last few movies haven't been that well received. Night of Cups yeah. wasn't that nope. well. That's a Christian Bale yep. one. The Ben Affleck one, Two to Wonder, no yep. one liked. Nope. Uh, his last one that everyone liked was Tree of Life. Yeah. That was like over 10 years ago, yeah. I think. But this one played at a bunch of festivals and it got well reviews. It got good reviews. So uh, I think people are really looking forward to it. Now, I'll say this. I went and saw, we went and saw um, uh, Jojo Rabbit. The Jojo. Sitting next to me in the seat, here's an anecdotal story. This is big old mongoloid, humunculus, uh, bald, uh, <laughs> eating his popcorn. When he oh, gosh. Right? Hey, like, at, least on, it, at, at least it wasn't the dude at the end of the road that was fucking snoring the whole movie. That right? was Dr. Sleep. That was the old man. Um, that, that was, that was the old man who took his shoes off and then slept through half the film. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Theater goers. <laughs> I know. Worst. Actually, it's the people who only go to like two or three movies a year. Yeah. They're, they're the worst. They don't know how to act in movie theater. People like us who go to theaters all the time, we know how to act. Um, so it's Humunculus is next to me. He's, like, <laughs> and he's, on, he's on a date of some sort. He's with the lady, and he feels the need to comment at, at the, after every trailer and to say whether it looks good. Looks good. I'll see that. No, it looks bad. Blah, blah, blah. And he sounds like such a meathead. Mm-hmm. Such a fucking dodo. Like, oh, God, this guy. Um, I was even wondering, like, is, he, is he even going to like this Jojo Rabbit movie? Why is he even here? Um, and then the Hidden Life trailer comes on. It's very arty, and it looks like, the movie looks like what it is, which I'm sure. Terrence Malick movie. The Terrence Malick movie, <laughs> very arty, wheat fields, right. and, and then it's very much overwrought Nazism and all this stuff. And then as I'm watching it, I bet you like, this guy's going to be like, he's going to hate this. There's no way this fucking this doofus next to me is going to find anything interesting about this. And then the trailer ended, and then there's a beat, and then he says to the lady next to him, looks good. <laughs> <laughs> looks good. And I was like, what? Blew my mind. Out there I go, judging a, <laughs> judging a mongoloid book by its cover. Obviously, there's some depth to this pamphlet-sized man. This pamphlet-sized intellect of a man. Mm-hmm. It's, 
it's still open to uh, you know something like that. I was I was genuinely surprised, Drew Chicago. Hooray! He doesn't like Nazis. No, I was like no, more like hooray. Uh, this guy is not completely turned off by a very arty looking movie. Of all the trailers we saw, that's obviously the most art house one. Well, yeah, you know, There's a, a, like you said, yeah. the Terrence Malick movie. Half of it's fucking wheat fields. It's wheat fields and people speaking in, in voiceover like, this. "Why, why did you abandon us, God?" Stuff like that. Wheat fields. Wheat fields. Wheat fields. Wheat fields. All right, next trailer. Just get us a Tenet. <laughs> Which one? Tenet. Oh, you yes. know, Chris oh, Nolan. So it's only the teaser. Yeah. Just, just, just Nolan and a couple of weird shots of David Washington touching glass. Yeah. Looks interesting. Yeah, he does this all his movies. The Dark Knight, Inception, Interstellar. They all have very uh, nondescript threadbare teasers that tell you nothing. And then they... Except that every time I see the Tenet trailer, I'm, I think the smoke in between the glass is going backwards now. <laughs> going in retrograde, I think it's going. Bro. I think it's going backwards. We're going backwards. I think, going I think it's going backwards. Okay, we're playing with time. What a of surprise! Course, fucking Christopher Nolan. That's what all he a, does is play with time. What a surprise! That Inception. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Mm, so good. Next, The Good Liar. Okay. Yeah. The Ian McKellen, uh, Helen and, Mirren. Uh, and by the way, thriller. That's all it says. That's just, all. That's it, just all wrote? Said, it just says the Good Liar. He forgot to write something for the Good Liar. Gabe, check <laughs> yes. your check your Hel- uh, Helen Mirren. Check Ian, your drafts. Ian McKellen. Ian McKellen thinks she's the mark, but it probably turns out that he he is, is going to be the mark. Yeah, yeah. sure. He, she's going to tur- turn around him. It looks like a fun thriller. Oh, it does. And then also, it's a thing where they don't make movies for like actors of this age anymore. No. So we have but they're amazing. We have amazing actors like Helen Mirren and Ian McKellen, and they never get to be leads in the movie. No. So now we get to see them in a movie without having to like. Or costumes and, yes. and, and do Catherine, CG hands. And be Catherine the Great or fucking Magneto. Right. They can actually be like uh, human characters. Yeah. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah. Creed 2. Now he's got some reviews. Oh, Creed 2. Cruise he's Control. He's got a Creed 2 review, a Jojo Rabbit review, and a Joker review. Okay, here we go. Some reviews. Let's talk about Creed 2. Creed 2. It was a nice nod to Rocky. A sure. few upgraded scenes. Mm-hmm. All the Rocky beats, but I don't think it earned a rewatch. It's not as good as yeah, no. uh, Creed. No, that's no. for sure. Jojo Rabbit. Okay, we just talked about that. It's funny about... It's about as funny as you can be when making a movie about Hitler Youth. Sure. So many quibs and Waititi Waititi never stops when on screen. Mm. Rockwell was really challenged with this accent. Nice Mm. shot setting up the mother scene. The British kid, LOL. Obviously, the context is very relevant today. Yeah. Overall, pretty good. See it in theaters. I thought Rockwell was purposefully doing a like Hogan's Heroes Colonel Clink yes. uh, over the top. Mm-hmm. I'm the German. Uh, no, exactly. Yeah, because like, why not? Because you're in a fucking World War II satire. Why satire not? And, Do it. And Rockwell for being a, an excellent actor. I don't think he's ever done like accents in no, movies. No. So like, even like regional Southern or that, he, he stays away from that kind of thing. So for him then have to adopt, you gotta go German accent this whole time. I was like, okay, I'm, I'm, I've seen Hogan's Heroes. Well, no, exactly. I mean, Taika Waititi did the funny German accent the entire movie, and he was Adolf Hitler. Yeah, sure. So yeah, yeah. 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 But he also he already has an accent. He has an Australian accent. Oh, why? Joker review. Joker. Here we go. Whoa. Whoa. You can tell Joaquin threw himself into this role. I like the uncontrollable laughter choice. It made me really wonder what the hell. Is, the, is it a legit disease or some kind of mental defense mechanism? Mm. Such a good choice. When the twist comes, I'm like, oh, fuck yeah. I don't know what to trust. 
There are a lot of good. Yeah, okay. There are a lot of good plot points. Mm. I thought the background civil unrest was weird, but it definitely ties up the story. I don't look at it as in line with the Dark Knight because then some points wouldn't line up. But it is a fantastic alternate timeline of a kid who had the odds stacked against him in many ways. Very graphic, very adult. Definitely a rewatch and ownable. Mm. My number two Joker of all time. Wow, behind Caesar Romero, obviously. Um, yeah, I agree with like the uh, the civil unrest backdrop was like just not just not fully realized. That's for me maybe the biggest complaint of the movie is that. Well, yeah, I mean, for me, because and because they didn't flesh it out, yeah. it was just a really big nod to Scorsese. And then yes, that <laughs> and it was it, just like tip of the hat, sir. It, it, instead of again daring to be its own thing, maybe it was just a little too Scorsese. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Did you ever, you ever see the Joker and, and just now? It's, uh, it's a cultural, legit cultural phenomenon. Yeah. Uh, made almost a billion dollars at the box I haven't, office. I haven't seen the new Joker office. yet. Yeah, no. Interesting. Uh, interested? Are you even interested in it, or is it something I, like you I don't care about? I mean, I'll go and see it. I mean, it's. But only, know, I grew up with you know Batman in my background. My brother loved Batman growing mm-hmm, up, mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. and I'm always interested in Joaquin Phoenix. He's a good actor in my in my mind. Yeah, sure. I yeah, loved yeah. him in uh, 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 Walk the Line. That was yeah. one of my favorite ones. Uh, when one I first saw that, yeah, and yeah. Signs. That was one of my favorites with him in it. Yeah, sure. Well, yeah. he just got to play a normal dude in that too. Like uh, he plays like crazy characters so often. Yeah, it's fun to go back and see him just play like oh he's just the the brother. Yeah, the brother. He yeah. plays that role really well. Yeah. yeah. Because he's a likable guy, you know. I like I, him I, so I'll watch it because I'm a Joaquin Phoenix fan. Sure, sure. You know, sure. he may have his weird times, but you know. Well, hell, if is. you're a fan, I mean, definitely check it out because yeah. it's his movie. I think he's in every single scene. Okay, you that's know? rare. It's very and it's <laughs> rare because it's important. It's important that this movie uh, be in the perspective of that character. You can't break that POV. It's important to the story. So as a lot of people have been trying to get thing. the lore and the feel of the Joker down. Heath Ledger got it down really well, but I feel like we haven't got an actual good lore movie out of it. Hopefully, I don't this think. They, one yeah, is. I think this is the first one where they yeah. tried. Yeah. Well, no, we got origin in the Tim Burton Batman because mm-hmm. we got the traditional yeah. drop in, but the still uh, bad chemicals. Yeah. Yeah. But it still didn't explain the actual lore, like because not. It, yeah, it's just he's just a mob guy who yeah. got dropped in chemicals by Batman, and then he goes crazy. Because that, that's been like lore throughout different types of series, but the lore has changed all the time with the Joker. Which so. is a fun thing about the Joker that there's yeah. no definitive this or that. There's you no get, definitive you, Joker. Yeah, you, yeah. He's, he's not even too. a singular character. That's true too. And then for a while recently, they, they someone had cut off Joker's face, and people were just passing around. He cut it his face off. He cut his face that's off. his own face, and, the, and then other people were wearing it. Yeah, that's and he wore face. his own mask, his own face after because he wanted to like. Do it as a sign to Batman, like I'm beyond my skin. Because you're wearing a mask, I'm wearing a mask. Yeah, yeah and well, mask. Yeah. I remember one scene; he turned his face upside down to kind of like scare the the new Robin at the time. Like oh, he was yeah. hanging over him with his face upside down. That's you creepy. see his eyeballs through his mouth. <laughs> That's creepy. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Don't make that movie in like 20 years. That'd be yeah, fucking we'll, be, we'll be ready for that in like 15, 20 That'll years. That'd be great. I would love yeah. to see that one. Right before the fall of America. Yeah. <laughs> they should make <laughs> the <laughs> killing joke, like uh, where yeah. Tim Drake dies. or uh, Which one? Which Robert is the one that dies? Um, the killing joke is Barbara Gordon. <laughs> yeah. when, when he paralyzes Barbara mm-hmm. Gordon. All right. And then they did the animated version. That people actually didn't like it at all. Yeah. Um, and then the... Uh, Jason Todd. Jason Todd. He yeah. just gets killed in a normal serial, right? Does, it was just like a, I no- thought he beats him with a. With yeah, a, he beat him with a crowbar. But yeah. Drew, that's not like a specific graphic novel, right? That was just like a course of Batman events. Oh, I think. I mean, at this point, I'm sure it's been collected. 
Yeah, but it's, uh, that's what I'm saying. It's, I think it was a collection. It's just like a yeah. one. Yeah, right? it's just run. like when Batman, when the Bane breaks his bag. It yeah, will, yeah, true. You, you just have to read all these Batmans to get that story. Yeah, yeah. And you can now collect all that shit if you want to. But Yeah, yeah. A couple people, Robins have died. Nightwing died when oh, he was, yo, early, was older. The only job more perilous than being Batman's <laughs> being Robin, Robin. It, the only job more perilous is being the drummer for Spinal Tap. Yes. Yeah. the only way more <laughs> yeah. guaranteed to die yeah. in, in, in life, apparently. Yeah. Uh, Alright, so that's some Joker talk. What else did he review? You said he added one more. No, that was it. Oh, that was the end of a Joker? <laughs> oh, thanks, Gabe. He also sent, the, he sent me a, a text, not a text, a tweet, clarifying his email. Mm-hmm. Let me read this here. I don't have Twitter, Chris. That's right, someone's doing your Twitter yeah, for you. Yeah, somebody runs my Twitter for me. I don't know who it is. We appreciate you, guy. I sent an email, but I retracted my statement on the background city. I didn't realize it was a direct reference to 80s New York City. No. All right. Okay, there, there we go. go. Thanks. He's on, he's on Twitter. Um, all right, here we go. Let's wrap this up with some quick news stories, movie news stories. Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse Part 2. Got a release date, Drew Cogburn. Well, I mean, we know it has Japanese Spider-Man in it, so... And Japanese Spider-Man is confirmed going to be in it. So this movie will be coming out April 8, 2022. Spider-Verse 2 will be coming out then. Cool. Um, someone tweeted to Phil Lord, one of the producers and writers, uh, a picture of Japanese Spider-Man yep. from a 70s or 80s Japanese TV show and said, hey, can I design? Obviously, I'm a fan. Can I design it? And he responded, he's designed. Already done. So we're going to have a cool Japanese Spider-Man already. So they're adding more new Spider-Men. That's the whole point of Into the Mm Spider-Verse. It's all the different Spider-Men and women... And whatever. Women and pigs. And whatever, yeah. We got Spider-Ham. Peter Porker. Yeah, don't forget Peter Porker. Spider-Pig. 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 He was, uh, no, Spider-Ham. 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 Spider-Pig. Spider-Pig. The Simpsons, Simpsons yeah. Uh, joke, yeah. Uh, Spider-Ham was, was a uh, the spider. Hum- the human spider? No. He was a spider who was bitten by a radioactive pig. And Amazing. He, and then he became a Peter Porker. That, uh, that sucks who, for that who, spider. Who's a photographer for the Daily... Not the Daily Beagle. What's the name of it? You know, that's a very lucky spider. Because it's not the Bugle, it's a Beagle. In his universe, everybody's an anthropomorphized animal. Had that spider not transformed, it would have been dead. Right, exactly. Yeah, being bit by a a thing. That's a good thing it transformed. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, This is a funny thing, story. I found this cute. Disney, uh, Disney. So for years they've had all these licensing deals, right? Yep. So they have movies on Netflix. Yep. They have movies on Hulu. Yep. They eventually just bought out Hulu. So yes. they so they solved the Hulu problem by buying it. Yes. <laughs> um, they now, bought their contract back. They bought their contract back. We're Net- just gonna buy you. Right, exactly. Netflix. Um, there will be a time period from like 2022 to 2026 where. Disney movies will actually come off of Disney Plus and go to Netflix because of pre-existing yeah. licensing deals that mm-hmm. they have. Um, and obviously, Disney's just hoping that Netflix goes out of business by then. Yes. Which, yeah. Wall, they might- Wall Street's actually been predicting the demise of Netflix for like a year or so now yeah. because of the money that they spend. Mm-hmm. Um, now, they also have a deal with Stars. Okay. okay. Stars has a decent amount of Disney movies okay. on there. So, here's what they're doing. In order to get those deals back they worked out a deal with stars where they got a bunch of stars movies back before the contracts ran out in exchange when you sign up for disney plus disney plus will only have a single commercial when you sign up that one commercial will be for stars (laughs) when you sign up to disney they'll say hey Go sign up for stars while you're at it, guy. And then you can get into the service. And then you'll never see another commercial again on the service yep. for what you're paying for. So, But that's guaranteed 
to be in front of how many millions of people's faces? Oh, for the very first time they signed up, they were like, go sign up for stars. Like, what the fuck? Does he tell me to sign up for a rival service? That's what they're doing. That's how they got around it. Very cool. inventive. Very smart. Rival, quote unquote. Quote rival. Well, you know, will they end up buying stars one day? You know yep. how Disney, you know how they're uh, doing. They're better off buying HBO. You know they they just want their rivals to get blown. No, so HBO is too them. big. HBO's too big for them to buy. It's like uh that's like if if Disney well, tries like to Disney buy buying HBO, Fox? no, no, it's like uh, an alligator trying to swallow a python. No, a python trying to swallow an alligator. It, well, it has happened. It worked. Yeah, and then it's go bust that. They, they both die. And then they both die. They both die. And they both die. Yeah. So yeah, it didn't work. True. Both <laughs> die. Um, in the short term, it did. It's, it's, it's up, not in the long term. Let's update this Batman cast. We got the Batman coming out pretty soon. Heard about this? Uh, so far, just to recap, we got Paul Dano as the Riddler. Zoe Kravitz is Catwoman. Yep. Going kind of a slightly younger cast. Jeffrey Wright is uh, Commissioner Gordon. Mm-hmm. And then the newest additions, Andy Serkis in Talks to Play, Alfred Andy Pennyworth. Serkis. Yep. Not bad. Okay. It'll be interesting to see, uh, I guess, so Alfred's going to be a panther, maybe? Because <laughs> <laughs> he's a CG you know guy, may- man. May- maybe he'll be a monkey. Yeah, maybe he'll be a yeah. monkey. Maybe he'll be Caesar. Maybe he'll be a tiny King Kong. Yeah, he's probably. King Kong as well. Yeah. Who knows? Um, just kick some or ass. hopefully, or, or maybe he'll just wear his awesome top hat from uh, from uh, the Prestige. Yes. He'll yeah. just wear his prestige he was awesome. Just a ma- just a magician guy. He, he was great in that. He's like, what am I holding in my hand? <laughs> um, and then in talks to play penguin, looks like it's happening. Colin Farrell. <laughs> Colin, that is Farrell. an odd choice. Yeah, very handsome man for a very ugly character. Like that's uh, been the point of Oswald Cobblepot. He's a penguin-looking man. No, we we need this. Yeah. Fucking extremely handsome Irishman to play him. Yeah, or are you gonna put a fake nose Colin on him? Farrell. Colin I don't. Farrell. I don't know how that's gonna play. I know it now. At least when we watch Bat- the Batman, that's the name of it. The you see, I could have seen. He's gonna be. Hell. I hope he doesn't do can his we, reenactment can, can of we, like Daredevil. Can, can we switch him? Can we switch him? Can how? we have Homeboy be Alfred and then Andy Serkis could just play a CG fucking oh, penguin? Colin that would Farrell be great. could be a good Alfred, a young Alfred, but a good Alfred. An Alfred that's drunk. A drunk Alfred. Yep. No, he's offered a recovery is what he is. He can just comb some gray into his hair. Comb some gray into his hair. Like, Bruce, you, you, your potatoes are getting cold. Exactly. Um, switch him. I'd be fine with switching him. Let's switch him. But I, in any case now... So Andy Serkis looks more like a penguin anyway. Colin Farrell as penguin. That means now when you watch the Batman, you can rest assured that when Batman, Rob Pattinson, is fighting penguin, that... Penguin has a hog, man. That, that, I hope that Rob is Pattinson's hung as fuck penguin. I hope Rob Pattinson's, you know. Chris, I'm talking about how big Colin Farrell's penis is right now. <laughs> all right. All right. We're interrupting my penis talk. All right. All right. We do this every week on the show. Big penis all Colin right, Farrell. Here's the segment where we're talking about Colin Farrell's penis. Sorry. Big Drew. dick energy. Drew, take it away. I got nothing. <laughs> but Colin on, Farrell's man. penis. <laughs> I'm trying to sell these bits. You got to help me with a prof, brother. I got, I, I got nothing. This try- day in Colin trying, Farrell's taint. I'm trying to throw this guy with the uh, talk of Irish genitals. I got nothing. Uh, what were you saying about Rob Pattinson? Well, hopefully he got bigger for this role. Hopefully, you know, not... I don't want him to say well, take steroids, uh, well, but take off, steroids. First off, these guys always do. Apparently right now he is both working out and reading comic books. Reading tons of Batman comics. He was like, I had no idea there were so many Batman comics. No. <laughs> he better take some it's like steroids. It's a very funny quote. They've been writing this guy for literally 60 years. Yeah. In, in various <laughs> books. Like, I had no idea there were so many stories. Yeah. Oh, oh, my he, goodness. He did, he, he, he did <laughs> drop an interesting name, though. He said he was uh, oh, reading the, a lot of the Tom King stuff. Which is the new new? Okay, the the post Scott Snyder yeah. stuff. Yeah, interesting. So, so he's just reading the new stuff. Yeah. Okay. Well, I um, have a criticism about Scott Snyder. I I just didn't like how he portrayed Batman somewhat. 
In what way? Uh, the way he acted, or physically, or I didn't like the way they drew Batman in the scuffs. That was my thing. They made him look. I complained that to you about the that. look How was they awful. Made, they made him look. Um, I didn't like the look. I think felt just, not felt. I think they just Slim. made him took a little too maybe too youngish. But I guess well, they was they also made definitely a younger Bruce. There's a younger Bruce. They took away his edge. They took away what type of edge he was supposed to have. I guess just physically, I don't know. Maybe like he was supposed to be rougher in those novels. Well, he's like, not supposed the, to be very the, rough. The, the, the Scott Snyder wasn't the old grizzled like Frank Miller Batman. This is yeah. this was supposed to be like a reboot of the young like yeah, sure. post year one Batman. And I, and I understand but, that, but he was sloppy. Like remember when post like in the old shows where Batman had like the mask instead of the whole like Batman is no longer the greatest detective of all time so well we, we've definitely steered away from that in the comic books and like we haven't even seen a movie like that yeah. we haven't seen a movie like that like the, that, that, detective that, batman we haven't seen precisely that. correct that's so, what we're trying to do so matt reeves wants to do the world's greatest detective world's, he wants to do a world's greatest detective. It, I it, it, like, I detective. he came like, from detective comics for christ's sake yeah. like yeah. he shouldn't like the batman shouldn't be really smooth or at, like at that time he should hey, be not, sloppy he should be a little yeah he should be like a little rough with everything I will say this also. So, as far as Pattinson's size, I'm sure he'll get ripped. These guys, fucking do. Paul Rudd, got ripped for yeah. Ant Man. Yeah, you can, you, even then you can just take all some these guys, alone and then you're. you're I mean, big. come on. They, look, they have look, trainers. They all have nutritionists. Look they can at, afford them, and then they. It's not sports. They all cycle out. They I mean, do a cycle two of roids to get the size they say, need. Yeah, get, I mean, look at what Chris Pratt did. Yeah, Pratt. Pratt. He went, he went, he went fat, fat Pratt. Pratt. <laughs> he was famously fat Pratt, and he's like, "Oh, I'll get ripped for this." Um, he, he uh, Chris Hemsworth. Look at him between steroids. Thor movies. Yeah, I don't think Pratt took steroids. No, Hemsworth did. Because if you look at yeah, him, yeah, he did. Yeah. He goes up and down. His, his neck got thick as yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah he goes up neck. and down. Uh, but but I also say this about Batman and about Pattinson's size. You want to talk about his size? Is he bigger than Michael Keaton? No. No. Michael Keaton's like <laughs> five foot seven. <laughs> yes, he is bigger than Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton is tiny. You never yeah. saw the chart of Batman where they 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 showed him in size. They get bigger, bigger. They do get bigger. Michael Keaton's tiny. Because wasn't Kilmer, the wasn't Clooney, or gets slightly bigger. Bale six one, and then Batman was and then Ben big, Affleck is like fucking. He's a legit yeah, he's a monster. He's a monster. And the, mat, and the like comic four. books, Batman was at least six seven six eight. And he was a heavy motherfucker. Well, that's just because draw comics like uh, hyperbolic. I mean, I don't think if Batman was six eight, then he'd just be playing for the Gotham Knicks or whatever. I know, but you know, he was supposed to be a bigger guy. He's a big guy. He's a also, big guy. I don't think. I mean, if we're going with comic books, I don't think Batman would have been able to walk with as large as his chest was. So, <laughs> like, he is um, so Michael yeah. Michael Keaton, he is a famously small guy, and then people are like, he's too small to play Batman. And then he the was too out, small. And he put the muscles Batman. on the suit, and, and it's yeah, fine. Put the muscles on the suit. You put lifts in the shoes, and he's fine. He's, he's, Batman. But he, he had to turn like he had to turn like Sasquatch though. That's because they didn't. That's because the cow, the cow. was attached to the thing. Which why did they go back to that for Ben Affleck? Fucking Christopher Nolan solved that with the Dark Knight in the se- not even in the first movie. In the second movie, they solved that problem, and then Ben Affleck went back to the connected cowl, and he got he got full <laughs> yeah. turns, mm-hmm. looking like a like a moron. <laughs> okay, I got a couple quick stories. Let's run through these real fast. Um, they're doing a cool. This is for our Japanese listeners. You can check out a cool Kabuki adaptation of the Star Wars Skywalker saga oh, being done in Japan. So it's just come full circle now after. R- ripping off the samurai stuff from Japan and doing that, blah, blah, blah. Now it's come back full circle to where now the Japanese are ripping themselves off. It's coming back I around. Guess. According to Sora News 24, Star Wars Kabuki will star Ichikawa Ibizo, one of the most famous and popular Kabuki performers in all of Japan. Ichigo? I'm sorry? Ichikawa or Ichigo? Ichikawa 
Ibizo. Oh. It says here. I he heard is, his, I heard of that guy. You heard of that guy? Yeah. I didn't it, know you're such a Kabuki fan. Um, it says here he's uh, the most famous and popular Kabuki performer in Japan, A-list Japanese entertainment industry icon, um, and apparently a huge fan of Star Wars. It will Star Wars Kabuki will depict the love and loss felt by the Skywalker family over the past forty years plus. Ichikawa said, "Whether you." are a Star Wars lover or a Kabuki lover, it's a great place to enjoy. So, uh, he will play Kylo Ren. There you go. So he's only in the last third. Uh, I guess so. Or maybe they just found a way. I mean, it's a retelling, rejiggering of the whole story. You know, they're going to do whatever. The actual title of it will be Star Wars Kabuki Renosuke Hi... Oh, boy, this last one. <laughs> Come on, Chris. Hikari Katana. San- Sanbon. Okay, Star Wars Kabuki Renosuke. That's Kabuki Renosuke is hyphenated. Is it Suke or Suki? You know what? It ends with an E. I don't know. <laughs> I don't think Hikari Katana Sanbo. <laughs> the full it. title. It translates to Star Wars Kabuki Ren and the Three Lightsabers. Mm. There you go. All right. And uh, here we go. Final story. We got No Time to Die. The newest James Bond movie. That's the uh, final Daniel Craig one, his fifth and final James Bond film. We got a price tag, we have a production budget. I will tell you this. It is the biggest budget James Bond movie ever. Take a guess at the budget, Drew. Go. 215. 215. Chris, take a guess at the budget. In the millions, obviously. 48. 48 million. Boris is giving me three fingers. $300 million budget. Uh, Closest without going over is actually Drew at this point. Whoa. $250 million budget for this fucking movie. Fucking ridiculous. How. how many budget. countries are they blowing up? I know, right? They must have traveled to eight countries. And blown up all of them. And, them all and, <laughs> and then rebuilt them. <laughs> their, their budget is mainly just tuxedos and cocktail dresses. No, well, man, not tuxedos. I mean, donated. okay, okay. So seriously, like, in all of reality, like, 50 million of that probably went straight to Daniel Craig's pocket. Yes. Yeah. Easily. To do this yeah. one? Yes. Fifth one to get him to come back? Yes. He did... Want to come back because Spectre didn't turn out that well, and he he wants to go out with a bang, and he blew that by not leaving after Skyfall. Yes, he could have left at Skyfall and been happy. He could have left after the first ten drunk trucks full of money, but then they yeah. gave him twenty drunk trucks, and he was like, "Okay, I'll come back." So I'll now this back. time they had to give him thirty. So they give him thirty. So that fifty million, yeah, yeah. sure. So, so leave two hundred for the rest of. Them. Just so a lot of money. Um, I say that though, it's the biggest budget one. Spectre, the last James Bond movie, the final budget. Two forty-five. Yeah. It's only five million dollars more than the last one. So these things have been bloated for a while yes. now. Um, maybe after this one, they'll find a way. They'll find a reason to uh, dial it back. Dial it back to, to bring scale this thing back to a, a measly. I don't uh, know. One hundred and seventy-five million. Jesus Christ! That's the price tag of a Marvel superhero movie. I gotta say, a lot yeah. of these new James Bonds are actually an Avengers movie. They're fun, but I don't know. I just find them cringy. I find them pretty on the cringe side. In what way? How do you cringe? Uh, are you... They're a little too much. They're just a little too much here and there for me. Like, you know, the whole... J- like, I know James Bond's the ladies' man, but... I'm sorry, the finger-sucking scene in the shower, I found that a little on the ridic side. Remember in the, the second, I think, installment where the girl's, like, in the shower scared because she nearly the, died? The, are the Daniel Craig ones? Yeah. 
The new ones. I don't remember him sticking up his finger in some lady's. No, the, he stuck. He pulled, on, he pulled it, the it, disease. I'm sorry, on some lady. And no, it, like and she was in, in like, the yeah, shower. How about a, the claw? He just grabbed. <laughs> he just grabbed her hand and started sucking on her fingers. I'm like, no, oh, because no. because she was like bleeding or whatever. No, right? it, I don't know. It's so. she was just sitting there, just like, and he's like. All of her fingers. I'm like, I don't remember first that. off, I don't no. Maybe that they, wouldn't happen. Maybe she just had fried chicken. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not a delicious grease house. Is that chicken grease on your fingers? <laughs> hey, you, 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 you mind if I lick that off? Let me get some of that chicken grease on your fingers, <laughs> baby. <laughs> oh, yeah. You got any extra skins Oh, wait. He's James Bond. He's James Bond. Oh, you got to eat. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> oh, is that chicken grease on your fingers, lady? <laughs> stick your fingers in my mouth. So we got. So now he's a cockney? <laughs> is that Cockney? And just the over-betrayal of his stoicism, which is a little much. Bond, uh, Daniel Craig has been, um, the main criticism for him is that he's the stiffest Bond. Yeah, the, yeah. that's what uh, my criticism he is. He's just very stiff. He's for stiff. sure the, the stiffest one. Which, that's not Daniel Craig. If you see him in, uh, 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 what's this one? Uh, uh, Red, seven, uh, seven, Ocean Seven Eleven. What's this one? Logan Lucky. Logan Lucky. Joe Bang. Joe Bang is a fucking amazing. He's, uh, he's, he's got God, Joe Bang is so good. He's, he's got energy. He, he Why didn't he bring that to James Bond? James Bond, Bond had personality. Like you said, he's playing James Bond as a stoic guy. Yeah, keeps things buttoned up. He's he's rage internalized and bottled up. So, like I'm used to the Pierce Brosnan James Bond. He has a little bit of a quip personality but he's ladies man I liked Bosnian as Bond yeah his movies may be the worst outside they, of they Goldeneye yeah. Goldeneye was great I love that's Goldeneye because because they made a whole game after that's that they made a whole game after Goldeneye it's, that's all good yeah. ones, right? I said it's so good Sean Bean died twice The World Is Not Enough is bad um What's the one with the... Uh, that's, uh, that's never the Say with, Never, I think. So Are you talking about day to, the day, Halle Berry one? A Day to Die Tomorrow? Or, or the, 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 Halle Berry or the one. Terry Hatcher one? Or the Denise that Richards one? one. And the Denise Richards one. Those three. Yes. They're all bad. The Denise Richards one is in China <laughs> with the newspaper guy. That's the... The, the bad tomorrow one. Tomorrow never dies. Tomorrow never. There we Denise go. Richards is where she plays a nuclear physicist. And the bad sort. one. And, and and it's even worse. Uh-huh. Is that Octopussy or that, uh, Goldfinger? Octopussy. That's no, that's, uh, old, old, that's old. the world is not enough. And then um, Halle Berry is the one that's set in like the Arctic. It's the invisible car so and the good. ice palace. And, and Madonna's running around so, with a sword. So awful. That is die. Another, Sounds like die Wonder. another the ba- day. The third bad. Sounds one. like a Wonder Woman parody. Die another day. They do sound like parody. They were so bad. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's why they got so absurd. They did were parodies of themselves. That's why then the next one is Casino Royale, which is essentially Bond Begins. Yeah. Because Batman Begins had already come out. And that yeah. stripped down the Batman mythos, gave you an origin story, and it made money. I hate and every, it reinvigorated Batman. I hated every action scene in Batman Begins. I'm sorry. I, I just rewatched Batman Begins, some of it the other day on TV, and yeah. I agree. Yeah, the, they they were bad then, and they don't hold up now. No, nope. it's it's all shot too close. Yep. Uh, and for the style of fighting that that Bruce Wayne is doing, this like all elbows and stuff, you can't see shit. No, you can't. Christopher Nolan's a great director. To this day, still can't shoot action. <laughs> <laughs> he can shoot war stuff. He can do a lot of stuff. Yeah. It, have you ever seen Undisputed? Yeah, it's, it's not done good hand. If they're going to have a good action Batman, I think they should take some people from the Undisputed series. They get Scott Atkins to play some of the good the action roles. Man, not how Scott Atkins hasn't been cast as like a bad guy in one of these things yet. I know. Uh, he got to be the lead he, he, in the Universal he, Soldier. Yeah. Uh, he was a sequels. side bad guy in uh, Doctor Strange. That's right, he was. 
He was a side bad guy in Strange. He was part of Kalius's crew. You got to do some cool kung fu stuff. And he's also uh, a random bad guy in Expendables. Yeah. Where he got to fight Jason Statham. Yeah. But then they shut the whole thing. Like, they underlit it. Yeah. You can't see shit. And then they're dressed in black in a black room with no lights. It's like... Fuck you, Stallone. You know how, you forgot how to make a movie, man. What is this garbage? And Scott Atkins is a wonderful fucking action Scott guy. Scott Atkins is incredible. Incredible. Uh, he has no charisma whatsoever, but no, he is an incredible... But you can just uh, shoot him physical. as the action. He's yeah. an incredible physical actor for sure. Performer. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. I, whenever I get the chance to recommend, was the Universal Soldier Day of Reckoning? So, The Accountant 2 with uh, Scott Atkins? I'm down with that, yeah. It'll be director video, and I'll watch the fuck out of it. He is... Uh, Bill calls him... Brit Fleck. Yes. Yeah. Because he's British. And yeah. He looks like Ben Affleck. So yeah, Billy does. D. in New York calls him Brit Fleck. And then. I and mean, if you're talking no charisma, Ben Affleck's got zero charisma. And then. Yeah. And, uh, no. But this guy can no, fight. No, that's the thing. This Drew, guy can fight. Th- it's the thing. You think Ben Affleck has no charisma. And then you replace with Scott Atkins. <laughs> and they're like, oh my God, he's going to be Brit Affleck. <laughs> yeah. No wonder Affleck has a career. Um, and then and then Scott Atkins, Brit Fleck is in that uh, Ali G movie. Uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, Sasha Baron Cohen. Yeah. Did that one. The Brothers Grimm. The Brothers Grimm. Yep. And he calls him Ukrainian Ben Affleck. Oh, you're yep. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you're right. <laughs> so it's almost almost the same joke, just a different, because he's playing the Ukrainian yeah. guy. He was actually pretty okay in the Undisputed series, except for him playing a Russian character is bad. The Undisputed. Really bad. Uh, undisputed. It's funny you bring it up. We'll, we'll end the show with this. Undisputed, it's funny you bring it up. It is a very unheralded series of films. The first one's a Walter Hill movie. Yeah. One of his last actually decent With Wesley ones. Snipes. Wesley Snipes and Vin Rhames. Yeah, right? Vin Rhames. And uh, they're about, uh, the boxing. You ever see that one? The boxing in a prison movie? I don't think so. It's fine. It's a Walter Hill movie. It's fine. It's tough guys doing tough stuff. You know? <laughs> yeah. But then he, he has a problem where as he aged, he wanted to keep like try to keep his movie making fresh so he tried to copy younger stuff and with then, kickboxing then MMA yeah he should have just stuck to what he knew right yeah. but uh, but then they did direct video series they kept making these Undisputed low budget and for like low budget action films they're not bad at all mm-hmm. they have like cool they use Scott Atkins yeah uh, I think John Himes may have been involved as yeah he was in there so it's a good stuff man it's not bad yeah was Michael J. White in any of them yeah Michael J. White sure. was in the second Undisputed series yeah, he was he was the winner. Of the, Michael Jai White is like one of the kings of uh, director video action. Well, yeah, it's because he, he was in Blood and Bone with Kimbo Slice. Blood and Bone yeah. is so good. Well, it's yeah. because it, it's unfortunately for him he tried to get into Hollywood and his try was spawned. Yeah, and that murdered his entire that, career. That, that was a bad try. They killed a long killed time, everything for a long time. He almost had a break, a small break in Kill Bill Volume Two, mm-hmm. but his scene got cut. But then he had a small yeah. role in The Dark Knight. Yes, but not he doesn't get to do anything. No. He has some lines of dialogue. He gets to wear a suit. It's and very which, cool to see him in that. For which, sure. which makes me mad because he could have been good as Riel. He could have been really good as Azriel. You know, Batman, he, he Batman's as, Herald. He could have been good as a lot of things. I mean, yeah. Michael Jai White's a... I mean, Black Dynamite. I was about to say Black yeah. Dynamite. That's where he came back. That's, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> Honestly, oh, yeah. He could, he, Black he, Dynamite is the Michael Jai White career revival that then... Extend his career longer. Right around the time is when he got Blood and Bone, yeah, which is one of the best directed video movies I've yeah. seen in a while for sure. It's a lot of fun. Um, <laughs> Kimbo Slice, right? Rest in Paradise, Kimbo Slice. Yeah, Rest in Paradise. They also bro. got um, who's this other giant? Um, d- 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 huge Sap, Bob. Sapp. Yeah, Bob Sap. Have you seen Bob Sap? Yeah. Look up a picture Shit. of Bob Sap. Gigantic. Two P's. Ma- yes, two P's. S A P B. He makes Michael Jai White look like. Fucking uh, Jaleel White. Yes, he does. He's, it's crazy. He's crazy big. He's still active in MMA, I believe. In Japan. I know he's in yeah. Japan a lot. Yeah. They, uh, they yeah. Him there. He's also like, got to be 50 years old. Yeah. He was in uh, what, Norbit. He was in Norbit as well. 
<laughs> oh my god! Yeah, look at that picture of that man. That's a man. That is a one single man. That is a unit. No, 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 no. That's no. not two men. No, in a that man is two suits. men in a. No, no, no. <laughs> you know that might even that that might even be three Asians three, in three, a black man suit. That's like that's from the set of Godzilla versus King Ghidorah. <laughs> he is King Ghidorah. Yeah, he's King Ghidorah. That's a dude in a suit. No, holy. Yeah. Fuck. Bob Sapp's a mountain of a man. He is. He is the official unit. And then I think the guy who lives here in town, Seth Pepperoni, the guy who beat up Kimbo Slice. Uh, yeah. I think he fought and beat Bob Sapp, too. That's another wow. unit right there. A, a, a unit? Fuck yeah, a unit. Beast. What do you yeah. mean, unit? You know, oh, he is an oh, absolute... Oh, like an actual unit? Yeah, like he a, is the unit. The unit. The, the big, unit. The big unit. Yep. They're talking about, like, AC. Yeah, oh not God. that How unit. How tall is he? Uh, 5'8". Six five. Okay. Imagine that mass being no, on the six well, well, no, it's just like no, seeing as big as he was. Like I'm like, so is this like a six foot three giant dude or like a seven foot a tall foot. giant yeah, dude? Yeah, like the, those Russian boxers. Yeah, the Klitschkos. The Klitschkos. Yeah, oh fucking boy. monsters. Yeah, they're uh, human aberrations. Lennox Lewis put him away though. Lennox right. Lewis beat them up. Six five, which is crazy. Oh, yeah. Lennox Lewis is like sixty five years old. I know. Um, but then again, he's Lennox Lewis, man. Yeah, Lennox, yeah, Lennox Lewis is Lennox Lewis. Um, okay, well, there we go. We've reached the end of the episode, so thank you, Drew. You're welcome. Thank you, Chris. Thank you for Thanks having for me on. Thanks for hanging out for us. I appreciate it, buddy. And you are welcome, listeners, for this week's free episode. Uh, you sign up for our Patreon to hear the really good stuff. And, and to get thanked. And to actually get thanked, because we thank our Patreon listeners. But you are welcome. You can thank me on Twitter at I am Chris Crespo for this week's show. I expect some tweets. I'm not so sure about that. It's the end of the episode. No one's listening anymore. Um, okay, that's it. Peace right. out. Later. A PFT Media Production.